Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. Good evening, good evening, ladies. Good evening, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening to all in the chat room tonight on the Talk Shoe Exceptional Scribble Show. Uh, Cue tonight, I do want you to know that I see you, I see you. I'm acknowledging um, it looks like, okay, Washington, D.C. is in the call. We got a lot of callers calling in. Um, Lady of Love calling from Florida. Thank you, Lady of Love. We got Mr. Boston, a.k.a. the Master Scribe in the house. We got West North Carolina, Mr. Siatu Kenyatta. He is a photojournalist. He's in uh, with us tonight. We got a lot of people on the call tonight. I'm seeing a guest number five. I'm not sure who you are, guest five, but you're logged into the chat room. Please uh, type in your name so I can properly address you. I want to be able to address everyone in the chat room just as well as everyone that's calling in. I am getting some back feed, so I'm not sure who may have your – if you have a speaker uh, phone, your speaker setting on your phone on, I just ask that you would just um, thank you so much. That back feed is out now. Thank you. I want to say Mr. Boston is guest number five to – Everyone in the chat room, so if you would like to chat with Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe, he is guest number five. And we have guest number four, none other than our feature spotlight artist. He is on the call tonight, and I do want to say to our feature spotlight artist, I don't think I made myself clear in terms of communication. Uh, Mr. Ronald Gray, you are our feature spotlight artist. Um I do need you to be aware of the following. You do need to call into the show. I do see that you're in the chat room. However, whatever phone that you call into the show, it cannot be the same uh, phone that you have uh, for for calling otherwise. So we need you to have another line. When I call into the show, I'm using a phone to call into the show other than a phone that I would use to call to call and communicate with people otherwise, to keep the line free. So I need you to call into the show, and then we'll get things started. Um, Mr. Ronald Gray, are you with us? Okay. So he'll be calling in. So in the, uh, in the meantime, I want to acknowledge Mother Wit is logged into the chat. Welcome to tonight's show, Mother Wit. Um, and I do want to be exact on this. We have the host of Full Purpose Pens in the building. And what I'm going to do at this time while I communicate with our feature spotlight artist, I want to make sure that he's properly connected for the interview tonight. Um, What I'm going to do is, okay, guest number four. Welcome. Is this Mr. Ronald Gray, guest number four? Welcome, Feature Spotlight Artist, Mr. Ronald Gray. 
Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> yes, I um, take it it was a, a bit of an experience for you whenever we have a first-time caller calling into the show for the first time and they are a feature spotlight artist. Sometimes it's a little tricky. Was it a little tricky for you tonight? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you worked through the kinks, and um, I'd like to say to you, of course, this is the Exceptional Scribble Show, episode number 39. 39 is a special number for us. It's right before um, 40, and so we are really expecting some very great things to take place on Tonight, we want to thank you for accepting our invitation to be the feature spotlight artist on tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And if you could just uh, let everyone know your full name and the genre of artistry that you create and perform as a creative mind artist, and also just a little detail as for your uh, writing background, how you got started with writing, and then everything else from there. We want you to focus more so on your um, studio. I understand that you are the CEO of Glamourville Studios. I did have the um, honor of visiting your webpage, and I was quite impressed. You have done some very impressive photography artistry. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I am turning the spotlight on our feature artist for tonight's show, episode 39 of the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am none other than the host, Fran the Sage Poet, and it is a great honor for me to introduce to all none other than our spotlight feature artist for tonight, Mr. Ronald Gray. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Mr. Gray. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It's really an honor. You're welcome. You're welcome. So first and foremost, share with everyone where you're from. A little background is for your nativity. Okay, well, I'm a Philly boy, born and raised. Uh, born and raised in the Mount Airy section of Philadelphia. And uh, mm-hmm. up until recently, I have uh, just recently moved to the suburbs for the first time in life outside of college. So getting a little <laughs> acclimated to living outside of the city. So I'm, I'm right outside of the city right now in uh, a section called East Norris in PA. So I've been out here for about three weeks now and, you know, just getting a little adjusted. Okay, okay. Now, being that you're an artist, I have to ask this question because I've heard both sides as for answered. I've heard people say that as an artist, they vibe better in the city, and then I've heard some say as an artist, they vibe better in a more rural setting where they are um, just fully engulfed by nature with lots of trees and animal mm-hmm. life and things that you don't see in the city. Now, I'd like to hear firsthand from you as a creative mind artist, where do you tend to vibe the best? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a city boy through and through. So I love the whole vibe of the city. I love the hustle. I love the energy. Um, I love the things going on. And First and foremost with photography, the whole point of take, capturing that image is you want to capture an image that speaks to the crowd. It evokes some type of emotion or a response. And you only usually get that type of an image from that same type of environment. So generally, if I had my pick, I, I definitely would be a snack dab in the middle of the city where everything's actually happening. Me living here is solely a compromise of myself and my wife. Um, she likes the quiet. I like the noise. So it's a nice little compromise. We have the suburbs where the city is close by. So 
my studio is still located right in the heart of Philadelphia. Um, okay. I still work in the city. And, uh, you know, like I said, um, I, I know that you mentioned that uh, one of the uh, gentlemen was a photojournalist. I'm actually a photojournalist as well for the uh, Philadelphia Tribune. So I work as a photographer for the oh. Tribune as well as, you know, um, my own company, which is Ronald Gray Photography. Uh, Glamourville is the studio that I actually shoot out of. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks yeah. for making that clear. Not a problem. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to ask for Mr. His name is Siatu Kenyatta. <laughs> yes, I probably didn't. Did I not say the name? I didn't pronounce it as it should have been pronounced, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> okay, I need you to help me once more, and thank you for understanding. <laughs> I'm used to that. Okay. It's, it's, it's say, say E2. Kenyatta. Thank you, Mr. Say. You know that you know the I has an E sound, he has an A sound. I do for E, so that's what say. That deal. So it's Say E two, and it's Swahili, and the word itself means artist. Nice. So it's be more of an artist when a person's name is name. Wow! Excellent. Awesome. Well, Mr. Say E two, correct? Yes. Oh, I did it. Okay. <laughs> Well, I want I would like for you to direct any questions you may have. Being that you are a photojournalist, I'm certain that there are some aspects of photojournalism that you're well acquainted with, and maybe you may have some questions that uh, you would like to direct to our feature spotlight artist, who also is a photojournalist, uh, and that would be Mr. Ronald Gray. Sure, Mr. Gray, how you doing? First to see. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Um, you said you have a studio. I have a studio also. As a matter of fact, nice. I've been into photography before anyone here was probably even born. <laughs> <laughs> I started in 54. Okay. So wow. I was trying to say before anyone here was born. Am I correct? Anyone? Close? Yes. <laughs> your parents, maybe? Your parents? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got started. So you, when you start back there, I started old school. So, you know, I started with uh, liquids and stops and wow. and you know all that but now it's a new day it's a new year we're into a new century 21st century so we can get it moved up and move on we don't have to go back to that slow process but, mm. but Mr. Uh, Gray what I want to ask you is uh, your, your your job what is the, the best job that you have uh, done so far that's why I answer the I would say one of the most, and I can't really say it's the best job, but one great thing about photo, yeah, the one one of the one of the great things about photojournalism, and if you know most artists, artists hate routine. They hate the routine, and they hate jobs where you sit in a cubicle in front of a computer for eight hours a day and do the exact same thing over and over and over. Um, the really cool thing about photojournalism, and I actually started working with the Tribune about a year and a half ago. And the really cool thing about the Tribune is, if you know anything about photojournalism and newspapers now, they're actually laying photographers off. Um, so it's very rare that you'll see someone get an actual job in this market. Um, everyone's actually being laid off, um, and, and you know newsrooms are shrinking. Um, I'd say the most fulfilling and one of the most—I um, don't want to call it an iconic picture or iconic set of images, but um, the minister Louis Farrakhan was actually in Philadelphia. Um, mm-hmm. and 
he would not allow any press <laughs> in to actually photograph him for a uh, luncheon that he was to speak at. Um, however, one of the imams of the church, I knew his daughter, and she knew of me. She knew my work. She had known me for years. Um, so I was actually the only photographer who was allowed into the actual setting where he was and was able to actually photograph him close up uh, during his speech. And, you know, really seeing the security detail that he actually traveled with, which was one of the largest security details I've ever seen in my life, and it was the first time that I ever met Farrakhan or actually was able to really hear him speak, and just to really see the magnitude of the event and the fact that they turned away photographers who, you know, like yourself, have been doing this so much longer than myself. And, I mean, they were working for the Daily News. They were working for the Associated Press, and they turned all of them away, and I was actually allowed to take those images and that was actually the first time that I had an image that ran on the front cover of the Philadelphia Tribune. It also ran on the front cover of, um, I think, one or two other newspapers located in Chicago and was featured in the final call. So I thought it was a pretty pretty big deal. I mean, I, oh, I felt yeah. really special. I'm down here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I know what you're talking about because he was at a function where I was, and believe me, he did not come down yes. to the function. <laughs> Because I, I, because I, I was uh, where it was uh, the organization I was there the photographer and so he didn't want his his photo taken so he did not come down mm. so I know what you 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 got a prize there that's how you said you got a, <laughs> as you said you got a yeah. feather in your cap because that right yeah. there was a good coup yeah. you got this. Yeah, I'm a very sentimental person, so I actually kept two copies of the uh, issue that it actually ran, uh, it ran August 23rd on the front cover. And, um, yeah, I'll definitely cherish that. And, I'll, you know, once I actually um, get a, a larger spot, I'll probably frame it, have it up. And um, it was just a great accomplishment to me. But um, I, I love shooting, so anytime a camera is in my hand, I'm just really excited. And no matter how high the profile of the person, whether it's the uh, average everyday person in the street or someone who is, somewhat of a big deal. I mean, I go about it with the same type of, you know, vigor and the same type of tenacity. And um, I just try to, each shot that I take, I always want to try to outdo the last one. And I think because I mentally keep myself as a student of the game, you know, once yes. you start to think you know everything, because this industry is constantly, constantly evolving. And yeah. the reason why many photographers are struggling now is because they fail to adapt. And you have to constantly evolve with the industry. And you've seen, and I started photography in 93 when I was 13. I worked under my father, who was a wedding photographer. And he was a very, very popular wedding photographer in Philadelphia at the time. He worked as a cop during the week, and he shot weddings on the weekend. So all throughout my childhood, I was actually surrounded with photography, but I was attempting to push it away. I had other plans, and I never wanted to do photography, and ironically, I ended up doing it anyway, but, um, you know, so I've been around it for quite some time, and I remember um, Veronica Film, and we started out with the film era, and once the digital era kicked in, I was rebelling against it. I was I was a purist. I just loved film. I didn't like this new digital thing, but I learned to adapt, and, and I really learned to embrace it, and I, and I love it. I mean, I absolutely love it. If I were to win Powerball tomorrow, and I had $300 million at my disposal, and I could do anything I wanted to do, nothing would change. I would still be doing this. I mean, you know, mm. it, you just have better resources, but literally, I mean, I feel as though I'm living the dream. I'm not necessarily, um, I don't view myself as a success story, even though on occasion someone will say that, but it sounds weird to me because um, one of the things that uh, when I actually had gotten a mentor, my mentor is James Mosley. He's a very popular commercial and editorial photographer based in Philadelphia. 
Um, I had come to him at a point of frustration. I was um, in my early 30s, and I was just aggravated. I was saying, hey, you know, I don't feel successful. What do I need to do to really get to that plateau of success? And he gave me one of the greatest pieces of information that I've ever gotten. And it's it's so simplistic, but it's so poignant at the same time. And he said, "Um, you know, your problem, he said, your problem is you equate success with a dollar amount. And he said, you're using other people who don't necessarily work in your industry, and you're saying, hey, well, this person makes six figures, this person makes 150000 a year, 200000 a year. And you're looking at them, and you're looking at what they make, and you're equating that with success. And he said, chase the art. Don't worry about the money. Just chase the art. Try to create the best image possible. The money's going to come. And I'm thinking to myself, that's crazy. That makes no sense because in photography, everything's so expensive. Your camera's expensive. Your lenses are expensive. Studio rent is expensive. Mm. Everything costs money. The only thing that doesn't cost money is social media. That's it. But everything else costs so much money. Your time is so valuable. And I said, okay, I'm going to listen. And I took his advice, and I stopped worrying about the money. And I just tried to go out there and create the best image that I could. And it worked. It worked. I, I can't even explain how, how crazy it sounded, but it actually worked. And I, I try my best not to concern myself with money. And tell I find that it, it comes. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me this here. Do you have two sets of photos? Because myself, I have two sets. I have one that looks uh, like I'm from on a sign that, you know, I shoot for a person who who's, I'm working for. And the other one, I just keep my own to myself. Mm-hmm. Do you have mm-hmm. Certainly, like a portfolio, just to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely keep. I keep copies of everything. Um, You know, and sometimes one of the things that I end up doing, I fall in love with certain images, and he scolded me about that. So he said, "You can't fall in love with certain images." He said, "You know, you're going to love certain images. You're going to despise certain images, and someone else will just love that image that you can't stand." Art is so subjective. And I've learned not to take things personally. I've learned to just be a little bit more free-spirited than I was before. So, But, yes, I, I definitely keep everything. I keep files backed up. Sometimes I'll shoot something for a client or um, maybe for the Tribune, and I'll that, that image will really say something to me, and I'll use that image for my portfolio. Um, contrary to what most artists or most people may not know about law, the artist always owns the copyright to his images. So I can always use my mm. images and my discretion however I like. Say that again, please. I believe every listener in our listening audience needs to know this. Please repeat yes. that. Thank you, um, Ronald. As an artist, as an artist uh, specifically a photographer, we automatically own the rights to our images. Um, I've had a lot of my images, and, and this is part of the issue with the whole digital revolution right now with everything mm-hmm. being on the Internet. Um, your images are floating around, and there's almost nothing you can really do about this, but you will have images stolen. Uh, you will have images used. Um, you'll have a great image that you shot, and you'll have someone take that image, run a bunch of crazy filters over it, Mm. practically destroy it. It may be beautiful in their eyes, but they destroy it, and they use it to their discretion. Um, You know, copyright infringement lawsuits will award the artist with up to $100,000 if you win, and in most cases you will definitely win. However, um, retaining an attorney and going after that person can be very, very expensive, and many times it's not really worth it. Um, Mm. If a party promoter uses an image of mine and they put it on a flyer to promote a party, I'm probably not going to really go after this person because they would not 
be able to compensate what I may be asking for. Um, however, if an image of mine ends up in Vogue magazine, then we have a much bigger issue with the copyright infringement. Um, but, you know, it's really up to the artist's discretion of how they want to really pursue these things. Um, so far, I haven't really had to take that route. I thought about it um, once when an, when an image of mine was actually used in a magazine and I was not credited. Um, however, like I said, with the stature of the magazine and probably very limited resources, it would not have been in my best issue to really pursue that. It would have just cost me more than I would have ultimately been able to recoup from that. Well, tell, tell me this thing, Mr. Gray. Do you, do you like, how do you, your, uh, your shooting, I'm not going to say style, but do you like shooting the landscape? Do you like shooting, you know, people? Or do you like shooting objects? Or do you mm. like to uh, do artistic uh, work? Like I use my speed and stoplights and I can slow my, mm. you know, photos down and get different mm. weird-looking, you know, <laughs> Okay. Photographs and images. Tell me, what do you really like personally yourself? Indoors, outdoors, uh, fashion shows, or you know, groups? You know, I, I, I personally market myself as a fashion editorial and commercial photographer. Um, however, I have a very strong wedding background. I have a strong now photojournalistic background and event photography. Um, the, and the whole significance behind being able to adapt, those styles tend to come out in everything that I do. Um, for example, I went to college, I went to Cheney University and pursued a bachelor's degree in fashion design. So I have a background in fashion design, I'm very knowledgeable of models, I'm very knowledgeable of the actual fashion industry trends, styling, things of that sort. So there are times where I'm actually doing you know, editorial work, even beauty work sometimes with models. And that fashion background, that, that just knowledge of the industry and knowledge of what's trending and knowledge of what's hot and what looks good to a particular type of audience, it comes out. It all tends to come out. Um, with my photojournalistic background, that tends to come out when I'm actually shooting weddings. I do shoot weddings in season. I typically don't market for weddings because I enjoy shooting and I love the creativity part of it. However, the stress of a wedding and sometimes the burden of it, you're mm. trying to get this great shot of a bride on arguably what is her most stressed day. So that in itself can be quite a bit of a task. And weddings tend to not start on time and are very anal when it comes to time. So if I have a shoot at the studio, I'm generally an hour, hour and a half early. I have everything set up. I have the lighting correct. I have the, the studio, the temperature perfect. I'm, I'm very anal when it comes to time. So weddings tend to uh, definitely run. I, I've shot weddings that have started two and a half hours late, and that can be a bit of a problem because with wedding photography, there's a lot of money on the line. There's a very, very stressed-out bride and groom, bridal party. Um, <laughs> it, can, it can be quite the experience. So basically, there's 10 shots in weddings. Everything else is just icing on the cake. Mm. Ooh. Oh, uh, Mr. Siatu, did I say your name correct? Siatu? No, say E2. Say E2, okay. I'm going to get it right before this night is over. Uh, uh, Thanks for your understanding. If you write it down phonically, S-A-Y-E-E-2, say E2. Thank you. Say E2. I have a mental picture of it now. Say E2. Thank you so much. Now, I have one question for you, Ronald, and then... We're going to visit our uh, chat room because the chat room is lighting up. Everyone has all these questions, and I'm definitely not 
the consummate photographer artist, so I can't answer them. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to have you answer their questions. Um, I want to thank you, Mr. Say E2, correct? Well, yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. Thanks for helping me with the name. And I want to say to you personally, um, Mr. Say E2, we will be back with you because you have a wealth of knowledge and hands-on experience, and, and that is priceless, and we definitely want to hear from you more. So if you could just uh, take a back seat just for the moment so we can uh, rush over to the chat room because we have a lot of uh, guests in the chat room that have lots of questions. We're going to start with no um, problem. It looks Thank like you, Mr. Gray. It was good talking to you. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Great. We're going to start with Washington, D.C. We have Joe, the verbal mind dancer, and then we're going to go to Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe, and we'll follow on through in that order. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is, uh, I'm enjoying uh, listening to the show so far. I do have a uh, do have a question for you. Uh, huh? Yeah, you know, you talked about uh, you know people using your work and uh, maybe you know, like you said, another magazine or something. You have problems with that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about? Uh, you know, I write poetry. And I, a lot of times, I write poetry to pictures that I see. How do you feel about that? You know, mm. What are you feeling toward that? Somebody uh, see the photo that they like of yours and they post a poem to it. Wow. Good question. And it's funny. <laughs> That's a very good question. I, I love to write as well, and uh, I definitely don't uh, focus as much energy into writing as I do photography, but writing is such a, such a skill. And, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it really – I can understand why a person would be inspired by something, especially nowadays we have um, so many forms of social media where so many people come in contact with so many wise words, quotes. Um, even sometimes mm-hmm. they'll, they'll come across a biblical scripture and just – feel, you know, so moved to share. Um, again, that's why I believe that crediting is so important. I've even come across a couple great one-liners online, and I've been inspired to always share, and I always make it my business to try to find out where did it come from. You know, sometimes when you come across a great quote or a poem and it says unknown, just doing a little bit of research, it's not hard to actually find out where it actually came from. Um, so like I said, crediting, um, just giving someone the proper credit is so important. Um, however, I can, I can definitely understand how a person can feel, you know, writing something that comes from the heart, especially a, a really original piece, and just having someone just take it or just use it, you know, without your consent. Um, like I said, uh, I'm not sure what the right, what the laws are when it comes to literature, but I'm assuming they're very, very similar as far as copywriting. Um, if the lawsuits or, you know, if the the, the a total amount that you can seek is similar to that of photography, I'm I'm not sure. But um like I said, always giving credit where it's due is so important. Mm. Yeah, that that's uh you know, yeah. the second part because I mean, you know, 'cause I I've, I've written to uh, you know, some photography that I've seen and I did take the time to, you know, look up the artist or even a painting. I said, Okay, well, mm-hmm. you know, the paint, this painting is about such and such. You know, these mm-hmm. are my words and like that. And there's a there's a fan artist I forget her name at the moment but you know, I've watched her do some stuff and I actually contacted her you know and asked her could I write you know to some of her uh, performance that she does you know with the fan art and well she gave me permission but you know that's just the thing you know I just wanted to know your feelings about that if somebody takes your work and you know not not so much as uh, you know take the picture their as their own just just to basically just write to it you know they impress mm-hmm. what you what you uh 
Yeah, that's why, you know, we as artists have to, and it's so important as an artist, and this is all part of branding, you definitely have to uh, try your best to, um, and uh, let's see, I'm not sure what, what verbal or written artists can do if they, I know that we can actually have images copywritten. It costs about $30 per image. We have a, um, an office in which we can actually do that. Um, if you write pieces, especially pieces that you share online, I think it would definitely be in your best interest to make sure that you have things copywritten. You know, and like I said, uh, uh, you can't. Do, I'm, I'm sure, depending on how much you write and the things that you write, especially quotes, quotes can be so easily stolen. And some people just look at it as, um, well, as long as my words are getting out there, that's good. You know, my work is getting out there. But like I said, once again, you always want people to know where did it come from, who's this person. You know, so uh, you always just want to make sure that you. You try to keep things, the, your creative content, you always want to just try to brand on that and, and you put that out there. Okay. I, I did have one more question. I want to hold up the line, but, uh, you know, you touched on it a little bit earlier. You, you say you're, uh, you're, you're more like a purist. How do you feel about, uh, you know, there's a lot of photographs, you know, taken by cell phones. You know, how, how, do, you, uh, how, do, you, how do you rate that? How do you feel about, you know, Cell phone pictures versus you know a guy behind the you know actual physical you know camera lens, so to speak. Um, I don't mind them per se. Um, it's done so many things and it's it's revolutionized photography. Um, but on and that's the positive. The negative part of the whole digital revolution, the fact that everyone has a camera in their hand, in many cases it cheapens or it just really desaturates the actual talent and skill level. The only time that really becomes an issue, a professional photographer, your work is going to stand out no matter how many cell phones there are, no matter, no matter how many phones Walmart or other uh, stores like that tend to push out. They have entry-level DSLRs that they sell for three, four, five hundred bucks that people can buy. Um, it's just like, you know, you can give anyone, a, a great chef, can make a, a great dish no matter what he actually has there. It's, it's all in the talent. It's really about your creative eye. Um, so many times people, we call them gearheads in the industry. People get caught up in, in so much um, of what they actually buy and how much they're spending on things. They never really work on the most important thing, which is your photographic eye. So to be perfectly honest, I mean, I can create something with an iPhone that someone else who may have that exact same phone can't. Um, because, like I said, it's all about the photographic eye, and that's what I'm always trying to fine-tune. I'm not necessarily a purist. I'm just someone who's actually able to adapt. All right, cool, cool. I, I, I can respect that. Thanks a lot for answering that question. Oh, no problem. All right. Thanks so much, though, the Verbal Mind Dancer. Uh, stay on the call with us, of course. We'll be back to you again later. Now we're going to, it looks like, Mr. Boston a.k.a. Master Scribe, one of the hosts of Full Purpose Pins. Welcome. Hey. Welcome, Mr. Hey. Gray. Welcome to Hi. the show, ma'am. You know, I'm, 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 an amateur, I'm an amateur artist myself. I took some some uh, amateur photography classes while uh, two semesters ago, some acting okay. classes and so on and so forth, you know. I'm not going to ask you no question. I just want to just welcome you, welcome you with open arms, man, and uh, it's a blessing to be able to 
be able to speak to you on the level that you're speaking at. I understand you where you're at in your business, and I understand the things that could go on in the business. But all mm-hmm. I can tell you, brother, just keep on doing what you're doing with the regal beauty behind that camera, man. I just left your – as a matter of fact, I just left your website. <laughs> and uh, you you, you know, I'm going to ask you because oh, I'm yeah. going to go back to your website Mm-hmm. Look at some of your photography, but and and but I I, I want to ask you: Do you mind if I uh, uh, shift some of your pictures and write a piece, a couple of pieces of poetry to your pictures in dedication of you? As no, a, not at such all. A great um, photographer. I love I love your black and whites, man. I really Thank do. You. I like your black and Thank whites. You. They are just so Thank you so much. Love now, I'm, I just have to interject something, Master Scribe. Don't forget to accredit him oh, as being a photographer when you do that. That's oh, all. Yeah. That's I, all we're I saying. To, I got to. Yes. My, my, my whole point is to bring some attention all right. to his I love website. It. That's the whole point of me. You know how you know what I do. Oh, I uh, do. Uh, I love your your so, writings are impeccable. Yeah, and so I, you know what I do. I try to bring other stuff to other people because it's not about it's not about me. It's like the brother said. It's really not about him, and it's not about the mm-hmm. dollar. You know what I'm saying? It's about giving back and helping other people, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe shake up somebody's heart and mind to make them want to gravitate toward photography. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So, you know that's that's, that's that's my whole inspiration. Point. So, yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, and once once you know, I've always said this: once the community, once one individual starts giving back. And the, he teaches this child to give back, and that child goes out to the, to the community and give to the community. That community will start seeing the success of giving back. And so the community mm-hmm. starts giving back to other communities, and we grow into giving back. And that's the only way you really know the truth in your love that you have for people, by giving mm-hmm. back. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But I welcome you, man, to the exceptional scribble. You know, I would love to see you one day at uh, Full Purpose Pins on Sunday nights. I would love to have you, you know, come in and uh, say something, say a few words of, of wisdom, and, you know, give a little bit about yourself, and we go from there. That sounds awesome. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. And, Master describe just so that you have the contact name, uh, you would. He is um, Mr. Gray is on Facebook. He does have a page, and his name is Ronald Gray. And you can tag him the uh, poster pic okay. that you have with all the information about your show, uh-huh. so that yeah, so that okay. he is aware of the time and so forth. Okay. Yes, and uh, I, I'm, I'm on various forms of social media. I'm on uh, Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Everything is all the same. It's just Ronald Gray. All one word. It's a gray G R A Y. Okay. Thank you. Okay, got you. I got you. <laughs> okay. I'm probably gonna. I'm, gonna probably gonna, I'm, I'm probably gonna steal one of your pictures sometime in the in the in the late evening and write a piece of poetry and then pop it <laughs> on your page. <laughs> <laughs> and and yes, definitely let him see what what you've done with his well, fine, uh, illustrious uh, photos. I mean, he's awesome. Yes, I see. I've been all up in his page. I've been on all of them. The, 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 the cuts of of the the uh, black and whites. I really love the black and mm-hmm. whites. I love the black and whites, but 
you know, the lifestyle and the, and the, and the glamour. And the, you can see that he puts a lot of uh, emphasis in his work. Right, so, special so, emphasis, yes, and that's what, that's on what, detail. When I, when, I went to, when I went to the site, that's immediately what caught my eye, the detail. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, wow, this dude is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm actually working on a brand new site as well that will be up in the next few days. Uh, it's just going to be the same site, Ronald Gray, but updated with some new work that a lot of the world hasn't had an opportunity to see. Um, like I said, it's just a constant evolution. I'm constantly evolving. And, I, um, you know, the stuff that I have on there, you know, I'm, you always get better. So you, sometimes you look at things that you shot six months ago and you're like, eh, I've gotten so much better since then. And, you know, every few months you, you just feel – and you start to see the difference in what you're doing. You try new things. You start to shoot outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, you try different locations. So, you know, just definitely um, check in periodically. You'll see, you'll start to see more and more things. So I have a more um, friendlier site that's going to really um, give people a reason to feel connected to my brand. I'm going to get back into blogging, um, blogging about photography and, you know, the thought process on certain things that I do, videos I have behind-the-scenes videos so people can see what a shooter's like from concept to completion, from beginning to end, and how how do you end up coming up with these Wonderful. shots? What are some of the you know the really funny things that go you go through the frustrating things that you know? So it's going to give people a, a really good reason to feel connected to the brand, and hopefully, uh, people really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Master Scott. We will come back to you. We're um, going to try and go through our caller queue listing because we have so many calling in. Thanks yes. again, Master Scribe. Loved your valuable input, and we will come back to you. Okay. No problem. I'm here. All right. Next, we're going to Lady of Love, the Queen Poetress, and she is calling us from Florida. Welcome, Lady of Love. Thank you so much. Good evening, Fran. Good you evening. are welcome. Good evening. <clears throat> Please forgive me. I'm still scratchy and carrying on with this allergy. Oh, but- yes, Weather. <laughs> it's, you know, it's ugh, my nose is crazy, and it's just ugh, I'm just dripping everywhere. But nevertheless, oh. I still move on. Good, yeah, good health to you. Yes, continue to lift me up that way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good Love evening, you. Mr. Uh, Gray. Um, good evening. How are you this evening? Please forgive how I sound. Because I know I sound nasal and crazy, but it's what it is. Oh, it's okay. Not a problem. It's wonderful to hear from you. And at least you guys don't have snow down there. We got snow today. <laughs> never I, I heard. I heard. <laughs> See, I'm from the north. I'm, I'm a transplant. Uh, this is not uh, my home. Uh, I know what goes on up there. You know, I used to come yeah. to your state and ski in the Poconos. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. okay. Poconos yeah. is right. Yeah, yeah, I used to come down there and ski. I'm from New York, you know. Oh, okay. So, and I know you have picturesque places there in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, whew, it's nice. It's nice once you um, start moving from Philly into like Washington and the, the north of the North Carolinas and stuff. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful country. Um, mm-hmm. I I haven't had an opportunity to go to your page and enjoy what I heard Mr. Boston describe, but I certainly will if you give me permission to go over there and look at your work because from his description, you are some...
photographer, and that's beautiful when you can do those black and white stills. And they're just so, they're, they they speak volumes. Um, I admire that. And, wow, um, thank you. I mean, you're so welcome. I, I can't wait to treat my eyes to it so that maybe I might write a piece of <laughs> oh yeah, I'm she's so a queen poetress. Wow, wow, I'm mm-hmm. so I'm so honored. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the website is just my first and last name, RonaldGray.com, and uh, feel free to check out the work. And like I said, I'm still constantly working on some things, so you'll see some new stuff coming up. And uh, yeah, I had an opportunity to actually shoot uh, Sister Sonia Sanchez uh, a few days, uh, a few weeks ago, actually, and. Oh, yeah, okay. I come across some 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 great poets, man. Yeah, uh, she is a legendary poetess and an activist. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah. maybe we will put some words, you know, on paper, and see what pictures and scenery you can find. Mm. The photograph would do it backwards instead of us writing something about <laughs> your photograph. How about you? finding something to photograph that matches the words in a poem. That would be interesting. interesting. That's art. That is art, indeed. Exactly. We are all in the same um, arena. Mm -hmm. We are artists. One captures it with his view, and the other one with the the, um, verb of of the tongue. Mm -hmm. That's right. I love the way you, you worded that. (laughs) <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I know my partner is over there laughing his hips like. <laughs> oh, you have to share with Ronald and our listening audience about the show that you host along with Master Scribe, Mr. Boston. Please share some information on that show, please. Oh, Mr. Gray, please grace our, our stage with um, with your presence. Any Sunday night, we, we're on 830 the name of our show is CSR uh, presents Full Purpose Pins. Okay. And we um, we read poetry and um, we feature artists. And now that we know about you, we might feature you. Um, wow! Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I mean he is a worthy candidate as an artist. He's a consummate artist. Absolutely. See what what would be interesting. Um, as we um, advertise the the show, uh, dis- display some of your work, you know, mm. just to, to give you know the the um, audience a little glimpse of of who who you are. I mean, you know, a little, a little glimpse, you know, of who you are. And see, we have to we have to hold each other's hands in this artistic industry. Um, no one else is going to do it for us because we who better understands you than yourself. Mm-hmm. We, we are Definitely. all we are all one of ourselves. So. Definitely. Yes, yes. So it was it was a pleasure. I don't want to talk too much because my my voice is and getting ready to crack up. With understood. It understood. <laughs> Your words are always so precisely perfect. They always fit. You know, you never say anything out of place, and I truly appreciate that, and that's why I deem you as a queen poetess, because you know how to come in, you know what to say at what time, 
and how to say it. I learned, I'm taking notes from you just to let you know. Girl, you need to stop. You're so beautiful. You need to stop, girl. Oh, my goodness. I'm over here blushing. I'm red as an apple. You know, I'm always saying the same stuff to you. I just really have you in such a high regard because you earned that, you know. And it's always good to have an artist that you can, uh, you know, glean from. And you are that. To me, so thank you, Lady of Love. I'm honored. I'm humbled, and I'm honored. That's that's just amazing. Give me my flowers while I yet. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, indeed. You make me. You make me tear up, girl. You make me tear up. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that's some good medicine for you tonight. You deserve it, and thanks for calling us and talking in spite of the way your throat is feeling, because I can tell it's it's. It was a bit rough, but thank you because you're always sweet. So you come forth like a rose all oh, the time. Oh, your majestic sweetness right there. Thank God you. Bless you. <laughs> God bless you, my queen sister. Oh. Crown tilt, crown tilt. The heavens continue to smile upon you, queen poetress, and keep that pen up. You know, we love your writing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now we're going to call her. He is none other than the producer of DSR. We're talking about DSR Fire, Inc. It is the show for artists to be tuned into as well as to be featured on. Welcome, Kane Spade. Thanks for the welcome, Francine. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for your patience as well. I'm looking at the call that you. I saw that you were in the chat room. And then I look up, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we have Kane Spade in the caller queue as well. And I just got finished introducing Full Purpose Pens, host, that's Lady Queen, Poetess Lady of Love, and then Master Scribe, Mr. Boston himself, Mr. Jeffrey Sanders. And I'm like, wait a minute. We had their producer, and I didn't even see him in the caller queue. So I feel bad. I apologize. I would have invited you to speak a lot sooner had I known you were in the caller queue. Thanks again, of course, as always, for showing up. Much appreciated. Hey, no problem. And uh, no, you wasn't at fault at all. I was. Uh, I was in the chat room for a while. I was on conference calls. Oh, uh, I was a member. <laughs> I know you're busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, doing a little information. And plus, I shoveled outside too. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. You were being careful, though, right? Yeah, I was careful. Good. I wasn't really nothing out there anyway, I mean. Right? <laughs> damage yet, no damage. But uh, okay. I want to give a shout-out to my DSR family. Yes, indeed. A verbal mind dance. I caught you, man. And uh, who else was there? Mr. Boston, Lady of Love, Full Purpose Pens. Mm-hmm. Is in the you know, the cypher, the verbal mind dancers in the building. DSR, we are in the building. Yes, indeed. In the building strong. I appreciate the love to the DSR family. Thank you, as always. You guys really got it going on. Every time I turn around, there's a show. DSR is just, like, expanding, and it's beautiful to see your expansion. Can you just share with our listening audience about, I know you have a book out entitled um, The Awaken." Ning of the Poet or Awaken the Poet, I believe it is. Awaken the Poet. And can you just share a little detail about that book 
and also um, about your shows as well and who you are in the literary artist community. And thank you. All right, all right. Yeah, Francine has put me on the spot. That's right. (laughs) Okay, all right. Uh, Yeah, first up, you are correct. My uh, published book is Awaken the Poet, and uh, you can find that book at Amazon.com and also CreateSpace.com. You can uh, just type in my name, Kane Spade, and it will come up. Now, for his uh, description on that book, it's a book of, uh, you know, uh, poetry. You know, uh, it talks about fantasies. It talks about uh, inspiration. It talks about imagination, you know, encouragement. It talks about uh, so many creative things to uh, enthuse the writer to be a better writer to him or herself, you know. It's all about encouragement. All right. I heard that. It's all about encouragement. And, yes, can you share um, with all of the listening audience uh, how they can tune into your many shows, because you have more than just one or two, and what the times are and also the um, service uh, provider or the network that the shows are being featured on? All right. Yes, the best thing uh, new uh, fans can do and new uh, artists that are not connected to us, they can go in on Facebook, check out the DSR Fire Inc. 71.3 Network page. You know, I post all show flyers on that page. Just like that page, you'll stay updated. Also, connect to the DSR Fire Inc. Uh, radio group. You know, look us up, uh, request to be added. We will make sure you get all your information. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Kane Spade, um, do you have a poem that you would like to share? Maybe something on the lines of, you know, our topic tonight is all about being that creative mind artist, and we're touching on visual art from the mind to the lens. Is there a poem that you have that may kind of tie in with that theme? See, you got me looking right now, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, I was going to hit you with a new one, but now you are. Uh, yeah, you got me uh, looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit you with this one. Uh, this piece is entitled Destiny Called Me a Writer. All right, Destiny Called Me a Writer. All right, start like this. Destiny, I never believed. I laughed and thought it had nothing to do with me. Even now, I find it hard to believe. I bumbled a laptop, my mental perception. To help myself write, I sometimes tap my fingers on the side of the laptop, creating a beat that stains my mind. I don't know about destiny, but I'm inclined to be a poet, if popular or unpopular. Celebrity status I never cared to be. Pieces flowing like the ocean, my fingers keep going, call the poet freestyle. Give me the middle name, new age, lyrical child. I admit I can adapt to learn the poet's true death. Compare them to artists as they script lives of loved ones, their selves, family, and friends, strangers all across their paths. Writers and poets are like drifters, traveling the world to script the truth, the truth that deciphers the meaning of life. 
DSR all day in peace. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, Mr. Ronald Gray, I'm curious. Wow, Kane Spade was spitting that poem. Were there any visual images popping up in your head? Um, I actually have like <laughs> uh, I have some images that I think like embody certain types of delivery when it comes to poetry. So, you know, like I will probably, it's, it's probably a little easier if I could see everything actually written down. I okay. can come up with some like really cool black and white that go well with poetry. And, and that, that could actually be a really cool market. I've never really thought of it until now. Wow. <laughs> okay. That would be, really be really interesting. Outstanding. Yes. Now, Kane, I'm curious, do you have any questions that you'd like to direct to this creative mind artist whom also is a visual artist and photographer? If so, the mic is in your hand. Oh, wait, wait a minute. What What was your name again, Max? I want to be talking to you. <laughs> oh, I don't realize. Ronald Gray, that's all. <laughs> wait, say that again? Uh, Ronald Gray, like the color. Ronald Gray. Okay, yeah, you was breaking up a little bit. Sorry about that. Uh, no problem. Ronald Gray. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, now how long have you been writing? Um, I, I actually just started writing for fun. Um, Back in, I think I started taking it somewhat seriously in high school. Uh, I had an English teacher that was just phenomenal and really enabled me to understand that I actually had a gift in writing, so... You know, but photography has basically been my my passion. Well, I've I've been working in photography since '93. I started actually looking at it as a business uh, somewhere in college. I guess it was about 2002. I started really making serious money from it. But uh, writing was always just something I pretty much did for fun or that I did for school. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's something I would definitely love to get do more of. I would I would love to do more writing. Nice. Lisa. <laughs> Now the uh now Francine really intrigued me with the uh topic she hit me with. She said, uh, you was a writer, you are uh you said you're a photographer. Mm-hmm. And uh what are your uh your other skills? Uh, I can play a little music. <laughs> I think I have a decent shower voice, but I think those are probably the uh, the two most prominent talents that I have, uh, photography and actually uh writing. Um I'm actually a free um I can I can draw as well, I can draw and paint. So a lot of artistic things they just came natural to me. Um, sculpting, music, uh, any type of artistic thing, they just, they pretty much came natural. Cool, cool. So, uh, so if I was to ask you, uh, if I, uh, if I was looking for your music, a track, I mean, how could I find that? I have no, I'm sorry, what, what were you looking for? Like a track or music, do you have a SoundCloud, a Reverb Nation, uh, so oh, no, no, I just came up. I came up going to music. I play. I can play the piano and keyboard, uh, but I don't actually produce any music or I don't. I don't actually sing. But um, this is like various things that I actually do. But what I do professionally is photography. But there are other you know artistic things that I do. I have paintings. I have drawings. I have other things that I've just basically been doing all my life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of those skills you have, I can relate to, except for the painting. <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> I, I would call myself, uh, I did a little sketch artist uh, type of uh, sessions when I was uh, in high school. You know, I sketched uh, more like animated characters and uh, 
things of that nature. So I can relate mm. that fashion. I did take an art class, a few of them, and graphic arts. So, yeah, I think I know where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, man, but, hey, it's great to meet you, man. Uh, I want to connect with you. You know, add me on Facebook, man, so uh, you get more insight on uh, what DSR is. Okay. All right. Definitely will. Definitely will. Um, what can I find you at um, under on Facebook? Yeah, just look up uh, Kane Spade. Same name, man, on Facebook. And uh, all my members are connected to me, Mr. Boston, uh, Lady of Love. They got their regular names. Uh, if y'all two are still listening, uh, just please uh, post your event. Uh, I mean, post your links on the uh, Exceptional Scribble event page. Okay. Will do. All right. All right. I appreciate it. Thank All you. right. Well, thank thank you very much, Kane Spade. I'm glad that you were able to again support the show tonight, and also all of your input was well received. And um, thanks so much for spitting that poem entitled "Destiny." Call me a writer. Um, uh, here are my comments. I said that piece was fire ink from the first word to the last and time to know your passion with a vengeance. That was the overall uh, impression made on me from that piece. So thank you for sharing that poem tonight. Hey, well, thank you for the feedback, Francine, the invite. You're welcome. Enjoy myself. Okay. Also, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the verbal... Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer put a comment in the chat room. He said, DSR in the building all day. Kane Spade, yep. We need to always be ready. That's the DSR motto. (laughs) (laughs) So I just had to, you know, I just. Hey, can I uh, give a shout out back to him real quick? All right. Well, thanks again, Kane Spade. And if you can. Stay on the call. Please do. We got some more exciting uh, features for tonight's show. We're going to go now to our caller queue, our next caller in queue. It looks like we have, um, before we go to Mother Wit and before we go back to Master Scribe, we have a caller from Southeast Texas. Caller from Southeast Texas, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. Thank you. Good evening, my dear and uh, brother. How you doing? This is Poet of Praise. Yeah. All right. Poet <laughs> of Praise. It's always an honor. Thanks for calling in tonight. And tell us, now you're calling us from where in Texas exactly? I am just um, south of Sam Houston University in Huntsville, Texas, but I live in a small community called Willis. It's actually pretty big, but for Texas, uh-huh. it's one of the smaller places. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we Just send a big of- shout out to your community, and thank mm-hmm. you for the call. Thank you. But as you know, this here is a Cali, Texan. I'm native to the west side. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want to be banned from home because I left that out. Right. Uh-huh. You're a hybrid, and you're Cali, Texan. <laughs> Damn, I feel that sister's pain with the allergy situation because it doesn't matter how many years you've been going, your body is not adept. Mm, okay. Well wishes to you, my dear. Um, I just was so struck 
by what you said. Was it Mr. Gray? Yes. Uh, what you said about teachers. And it's ironic. That's exactly how I started writing. My English teacher in high school challenged me to continue with a project that was supposed to be short stories for extra credit before we graduated, and it turned into a book. She encouraged me to continue, and she offered extra credit. So, you know, hey, of course, I went with it. Uh And it blossomed from there, and I've been writing ever since. And I was about 16, 17, and it just blossomed. I started more with music, lyrics, words, because I was singing before. I was really serious about poetry. But it was just awesome how um, people can influence, and just like your photography, um, I am not looking at it, but just the descriptions and what you had to share, I'm very olfactory, and so you gave me a great visual, and I can't wait to check out your work. But it's important for us mentors and those who are um, proposed role models, even some, it really chaps my hide when people say, I'm not a role model, then you need to remove yourself from the public eye on such a high volume because mm-hmm. children and our next generation and our young people, they're watching, and you are a role model whether you want to be or not. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we encourage them uh, not be selfish with our gifts. True. I really, Very true. I, I was struck by that, how so many teachers have influenced us. And it's important to to pass it on or at least share it so that you can inspire or spark with somebody else who um, they might not be into that particular thing, writing or whatnot, but it will inspire them to go for whatever it is they're interested in, whether it be music or writing or reading or some form of artistry. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your comments. They were timely and seasonal and apropos. I appreciate that so very much. And poet of phrase, would you happen to have a question or maybe two questions that you'd like to direct now to Mr. Gray and questions that would, of course, be on our topic tonight, which is art in motion, the creative mind artist, visual art from the mind to the lens? Uh, Yes. I um, avidly take photos, and I'm always trying to capture things in a good way and not take screwed-up pictures. What do you recommend when you don't have the perfect lighting? Um, How can you enhance that? Do you have to, you know, upload some fancy something to enhance the lighting on your pictures, or is it just it is what it is and you just have to use what what you got? Well, today we have um, so many photo enhancement tools. Um, Some are very expensive. Some are very affordable. Um, So we have ways to recover images that may be overexposed, a little too bright, or underexposed, you know, a little too dark, or things may be off, such as the color. Um, We can sharpen images. You even have software now that you can actually open the eyes. Uh, Certain images where a person may have their eyes closed, or they had rotated a little bit too much. So, you know, technology has changed again wow. in so many ways. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I do my own retouching, but I do um, – I try to get the shot as well uh, composed as possible straight out of the camera. So I, it cuts back on a lot of retouching time. 
Um, when I'm in the studio and I'm doing an actual photo shoot for a client, I have the luxury of having a uh, in-studio makeup artist who I hire. Um, that helps a great deal with uh, editing as well because the skin is, um, you know, the skin is looking is you know just great. Um, everything is almost like flawless right there. So I try to get the image as perfect as possible as I can. Um, now, for someone who may not have those benefits, or someone who's just shooting, you know, something um, maybe as a tourist or just taking pictures of a friend in a park that may not have a makeup artist or a stylist or a whole team that's actually working, um, one of the best things you can do is just get to know your camera, the features on your camera. Um, digital cameras have something called white balance um, that you can change, and you change it according to whether you're shooting in direct sunlight, whether you're shooting fluorescent lighting, shade, things of that sort. So just really getting to know some of the features on your camera um, and just understanding light, having a better understanding of light. Um, YouTube has a lot of free tutorials. The thing about photography is everything costs so much money. So to actually go and attend workshops, you can you can pay anywhere from $100, which is the uh, going rate for an average decent workshop here in Philadelphia, to $500, which could be you know a city like New York or D.C. or Chicago. So, you know, it can be very expensive for the um, hobbyists. But uh, YouTube has a bunch of uh, tutorials, a bunch of knowledge. It's free right there on YouTube that you can you know, check out and just get to know your camera a little bit better. And uh, first and foremost, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, Photographers like myself, you know, people can contact me anytime and ask questions. And, you know, I always do my best to try to help, you know, a person understand it and and get better. I appreciate that and I appreciate the info. And I I am proud to say that I have played a little bit with those things like the fluorescent lighting, et cetera. But I really need to sit down and get with, primarily on my phone, but I need to sit down with my camera and um, pull it back out the drawer and get back to it because it's so nice, <laughs> boy, and sometimes your phone just won't get it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again, Poetess of Praise. And I have a question for you, lady, because I have such admiration for your pen. Would you happen to have a poem or maybe a positive affirmation that you can share with everyone tonight? I do have a piece, and in regards to photography, this would be oh, yeah. kind of like uh, a look back. So it, when you um, mentioned that, I said, well, you know, this piece kind of reminds me of, you know, if you're flipping through one of his photography books, possibly checking out the goings-on versus just looking at one photo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's titled My New Year's Evolution. Mm, all right. Ain't got time for no ill-honored, broken-promised resolutions. Instead, I'm seeking the most high for my 2015 best self-evolution. Out with the negative Nancys, doubting Thomases, hating Helens, and busybody Bettys, too. That includes the baggage that they dragged around with them and left on my steps, which wasn't even cool. Now it's time to finite my focus on more of this life's goals and dreams. So holla back, Happy New Year, if you truly know what I mean. Yes, honey, we've entered new queendoms and conferred with Mother Maya and them, wished her a restful peace, and heard the ticking talk of a clicking clock and checked the mirror with some old friends. We rode that love train and got off when the ride became deadly. Still, in between all of this and that, we have heard some super-duper soul medleys. Mm, mm, mm. 
Some have given life and love along 2014's journey way. Others have pricked our hearts and minds, leaving us with absolutely not a single word left to say. In between, there's been new growth, heartache, joy, laughter, and pain. But at the end of it all, we still standing tall because queens and kings only sway and gently bend. We don't break. Mm. Boys and men sang it best. At the end of the road, we've learned mm-hmm. to drop those heavy loads, exchanging them for much lighter wisdom and knowledge, doing things like enrolling or graduating from college and schooling the next generation on what it do and what not to, all the while managing to still smile as we continually watched our princes being slain like rabbit dogs in the streets of NYC or on a Ferguson Lane. Yet we still stand, not bending for the masses. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, these are only some of the reasons I've renounced old New Year's resolutions, and they've now been replaced with the New Year's evolution. It's time for a change. True change takes time. In peace. Wow, that was powerful, that ending. It's time for a change. True change does take time. I want to thank you for spitting that piece, my New Year's resolution. I just posted that on the events page and some commentary and also your link so that anyone that wants to communicate with you, they will be able to do so. Thanks again, Poet of Praise. I'm always inspired. That's New Year's evolution. Oh, New Year's Evolution. Oh, my. Thank you so much. Let me make that change. My New Year's Evolution. Picking your brain behind the scenes regarding some publishing things I need to talk to for myself and several people. So I I say I know some people. Right. And all of those lovely folks, uh, shout out to you, Kane. We'll be picking at your brain, too, so be prepared. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. What they say, all the... Get all of all of the birds with the one stone. You got us all together on this platform tonight. That's right. It takes a village. <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> Love y'all. Peace. All right. Peace and blessings and keep that. Yes, pen up. on the line listening in. <laughs> all right. Pleasure meeting you. You as well, sir. Thank you for your advisement. And thank you for your time. Okay, all right. We Now we're going to go to, it looks like we have, now there's two callers. We have Mother Wit, whom she is the oracle, okay? Like, I mean, she is the one that keeps every one of us in line. As for me and my co-host, Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit, whom I am sending love out to right now. She's not with me on the platform tonight because her brother was in surgery. He had to have brain surgery and he oh, wow. is now, yes, yes, and thanks to all for their prayers and, and much-needed love and support because he is in recovery now, and the family, everyone's hopeful. Um, he came through the surgery successful. It was a successful procedure, and, um, again, she will be back with us on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show next week, but for tonight, she's not here. She's with her family and with her brother supporting him, so... We're just sending our prayers and our love there. She's, of course, located in Dallas, Texas, 
and we want Queen Nikki Ferdowsfeer to know that we love her, we miss her, and we look forward to her safe return. And, of course, we're speaking good health and a full recovery to her brother whom is now in recovery. I tell you, the power of prayer, the power of prayer, what more can I say? That's an amazing testimony. I look forward to her sharing in full detail next week with us just how everything did go fine for him. Uh, Brain surgery is very serious. I had an uncle who had to have a tumor removed uh, from his brain, and he's been living. uh, Fortunately, he's not disabled after having had the procedure, um, and he is recovering well, and also I've had a brother-in-law, too, that had a tumor removed from his brain. And he, too, I I mean, the quality of your life, it did impact him, such as um, some of his memory uh, loss. But overall, he was able to return to work and assume a normal life. I tell you, prayer changes things. So for those of you who have loved ones who maybe they are going to have this uh, same uh, procedure done or brain surgery, just know the worth of prayer. It is effective. Absolutely. And Absolutely. keep the faith. Yes, indeed. So now we're going to, it looks like uh, Mr. Boston, Master Scribe, welcome back. I understand that you have a tribute poem that you would like to share. Yes, to one of my very, very, very dear friends and, and somebody that's very instrumental in my writing, uh, Mama Older Daisy. Oh, would that be the oracle herself? Um, I... <laughs> I'm going to welcome her because I want to make sure that she hears this. Welcome, Mama O, to the Exceptional Scribble Show. <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody. Stop putting words in his mouth. Stop putting words in his mouth. He, let him describe me the way he wants to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm, I'm taking look, my spanking. He, he didn't. He didn't agree with you. He let him tell you what he want to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that I heard that. Cute. He started stumbling. He's like, uh, uh, well, <laughs> I don't think that's where he was going to put it. But anyway, I want to speak to the the guest and greet him. Okay. Him. I yes. At his um, his uh, pictures. They were very moving, as mm. far as the clarity and the um, you know, just the um the authentic, you know, professionalism that was mm-hmm. shown in them. But and I just want to say one thing, Jeffrey, before you dedicate your poem to me, because I wanted to say something to him because I have a memory problem now. And I want to ask him, does he have any older pictures, like down in the trenches pictures? Mm. Do I? Said, uh, now, yeah. this is directed to Mr. Gray. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, what about the uh, pictures? Do I have any older Do you have pictures? any older Older pictures, like down in the trenches, pictures of uh, different uh, different ordeals that happened, you know, like PBS television, like there on the scene doing stuff, like you know, when the stuff was happening. <laughs> um, it comes with the territory with photojournalism. Mm-hmm. However, uh, one of the things I thought that I would be really capturing, um, really controversial images and most of the stuff that I actually get is community services, um, a lot of politicians, um, things that you wouldn't necessarily win a Pulitzer Prize for, but I've always wanted to capture features uh, for the Daily News and some of the bigger uh, papers. Even uh, war photography is 
like I said, that shock and awe, those images that actually tell a story, very controversial images. Every artist lives for that, but very few people actually uh, get the opportunity to do that. Okay. And it, come, it comes with its own unique price, too, because it's also something that everyone can't necessarily live with. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny. My wife actually inspired uh, me recently. It was when we were actually on our honeymoon. Um, we've traveled a lot, and we've been to uh, Europe. We've done London, Paris, Rome. Um, my family is actually from Jamaica, so I've, I've been to Jamaica, been to the Bahamas. Every photographer always wants to go um, – they want to go to the poorer areas, um, in many cases the slums, where the real people are. And you want to actually take pictures of the conditions and how people live. Um, it's just natural. I don't, I don't know what it is, but everyone's always compelled to shoot that type of stuff. So when we were actually in the Dominican Republic recently, I was asking some of the people in the resort if they were um, going to be available to take me into, you know, the – um, the poorer areas so that I could actually take shots. And many people, you can tell they had a little bit of apprehension about actually going to those areas. But um, Yeah, I understand had... that. Yeah, that, that, that's basically what I just want to know. Did you have any? Because the reason I was leading into that is because mm-hmm. of the fact that's, that's basically where the actual natural beauty is, but we don't want to exploit mm-hmm. that at the same time. Uh, exactly. I think, I think what I meant was, um, pictures of, like, say, for instance, the aftermath of 9-11, um, the aftermath of um, Hurricane Katrina, the hur- the things that, the disasters that we need to capture in our 21st century and our time mm-hmm. on Earth. Uh, that was what, what I meant by uh, down in the trenches uh, type of photo. Um, I think lately, uh, lately it's been more so things that are local. Um, I have a few from homicide scenes. A couple of investigators actually you know, investigating homicide scenes, things of that sort. But um, as far as, the, like, the, the, the nationwide stories like Katrina, et cetera, no, I wasn't actually able to tra- um, travel to those yet. Okay. Well, the reason I was asking you that, because that's what I'm looking for, because uh, mm-hmm. most of my poems are basically about the times, and I wanted mm-hmm. a real good photographer, uh, like I said, and your work is excellent, but I did want more, like I said, down in the trenches, showing the, the times to go with some mm-hmm. of my poetry. But thank you, and I'm enjoying um, just listening to your, and I'm going to listen for my poem now that my um, friend um, Je- Jeffrey has for me, and I'm ready to listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Mr. Boston, welcome back. Oh, wait. Mama all the daisy, Miss Oracle, my friend, my element in my atmosphere, a tribute to you. I look at your photogenic diligence, the valuable age of achievement. I hear your voice. I attune to your verbal craft, calling on the skills of manual and mental mindscape. Right-minded woman, the energy in the temple of truth and prosperity, life. Oh, mama, with the energy of composite power, you are not alone. You are the qualities which make go to making a vigorous character. Your characteristics are the promptitude in the footsteps of diligence and earnestness. 
calculated to withstand the wildest weathers of adversity. That in itself makes your life powerful in the capacity of progress. Oh, mama, you are a valuable asset and a contribution to the usefulness and success of others, manifested by quick, lively action. You are the detective that prevents the entrance of a violent, destructive element. Your companion and protector of liberty and wisdom, as wisdom is the acme of your strength, oh mama. Your inner and outer goodwill are the hands of your world. According to the measures of your physical, mental givings, oh mama, you are so blessed in excellence. Mama, oh, our clarity, and much love to you, Queen Mother, in peace. And that was that piece. Okay, Jeffrey. Don't cry. Um, uh, look, it's too late for that. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is the second poem you wrote about me, and like, I, I think I'm gonna start believing you in a minute. Um, you are <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it just hasn't set in yet, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, maybe I am all that in a bag of chips. I mean, you, you know, <laughs> I've watched mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Mama O, I have watched you, you know, and I might not comment on your work. I watched you for the last three years, mm-hmm. just three years. And I write a lot of attributes and compositions to my queen sisters, all of them. Mm-hmm. And yet I have yet to outbound the one I have written for you. And then in my spirit, when I first read a piece of your work, my spirit just opened up like a lotus flower. Uh And I said, I have to write a tribute to the woman. And I wrote that tribute to this woman. Well, thank you for giving me my flowers because, you know, um, I don't know, no one knows how much longer, but doing with my age and everything, I really appreciate you doing that. And like I said, I don't know if you edited the first one or is that a second draft that, of it? Yes, that's, the, that's why you that asked me to send it okay. Wow. And, I see original, I, and you see I still had it too, right? That is the original piece. Okay. Well, what I want you to do is send it back to me and um, with the edited version because I am going to definitely put that in my book. I haven't touched it. Okay. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you just read it differently. <laughs> I read it differently. I read it differently. All right. Differently. Well, thank you so much. And, um, I don't want to take up a lot of more time with, um, you know, because I'm over here boohooing, but I wanted um, Mr. Gray to hear <clears throat> the type of poems that I do so that if you can't find it so inclined to find something, I would like to use some of this work to um, have a poetry and and a, also a visual uh, um, photo uh, photo uh, shoot book where we would have some of the things that's going on. Maybe I could inspire you to shoot something that would um, pertain to 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 the poem. I mean, I just give an example of one here and. Um, is that okay? Yeah, sure. Okay. And this one's called America Jacked. 
It's like being snatched out of your car by gunpoint. It's like being yoked up in the collar by a robber. I call it America jacked. America jacked, jerked, pimped, played, conned, duped, fooled, tripped. Get the facts. Fight back. Why keep flip-flopping like a flounder? Get a grip. Let go of the old and get a handle. It's a scandal. Shoot the dice and take a gamble. Anything is better than this for sure. Can't keep feeding us this manure. Do something. Make a choice. Speak up and use your voice. We cannot let them get away. Stop the game. I don't want to play. Find a hole. Dig your grave unless you decide to be brave. Stop the madness. Get a clue. USA don't care about you. Stop doing what you're told to do. We are the ones that make the rules, the people. Now we're being treated like we are too. It's a mess. Can't you see? Where's your eyes? Have you no ears? There is no time for being scared. Young and old and black and white. Yes, your dog is in this fight. Think he ain't? Stop and think. Soldiers, civilians are all going down. The ship is sinking. It's swim or drown. The time has come. The time is near. Cowards out because we have no time for fear. Cowards will let the children fight. But open your eyes and get a clue. If you don't, we all are through. Band together. We can hate later. It's just like being on the front line. We don't care who saves our lives. You need a kidney, a heart, or a liver. No one asks what is the color. Let's get through this. Let's pull together. We can decide who we hate later. But right now, our enemy is common, and we all need to solve this problem. Do what you can. We cannot wait. The time is now before it's too late. We have been sold out, jacked, played, pimped, conned and duped, fooled and tripped. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Reach for your Bible or reach for a gun. Are you going to wait till they kill another one of your sons? They steal our money and tax us too. Then make people think it's charity that we're getting when it's our money that they are outletting. They're sending soldiers home broke with no place to call home. Medical treatment interrupted, waiting on checks while their lives are disrupted. I mean, America's being jacked and smacked like a $2 whore. Mm. I don't know about you, but I'm as mad as hell. And my head is out the window and I'm going to yell, I can't take it! Anymore. In porn. Oh. Excellent. That's an old poem from 2010, but stuff still is happening, so. 
something old that's new again, I tell that's you. It's never mm-hmm. stopped. It's never stopped. Yes. It's getting wow. worse. You know, mm-hmm. That's why I brought it back out of retirement. And yes, indeed. It's timely. It speaks to it's what is happening. still going on because I've been telling today. people about Monsanto, about mm-hmm. what they're doing, about 9-11, how mm-hmm. it's all contrived, about the the uh, cyber people they're making pretty soon they're not even going to be killing us to harvest our parts anymore because they're using stem cell research now to make hearts and lungs and livers. So they don't really mm-hmm. need us for that. That's mm-hmm. why they're killing like two or three black men a day to decrease the population. And uh, they're still doing it, you know, and, and uh, a lot of it's not even being reported. So, right, uh, exactly. Yes, yeah, so exactly. there's a lot going on. We need to document and keep up with it. And uh, mm-hmm. that's just one of the poems of Mr. Gray. So, um, yeah, I need all kind of um, testimony. And how ironic, Mama, oh, that you would even mention about our need for documentation when uh, we have as our feature artist Mr. Ronald Gray, and that's a part of what he does professionally as a photojournalist. But that's what I asked him when I, in my question. Did he have in, any of the in-the-trenches type um, um, photos? Because that's mm-hmm. the kind I need. Like, uh, Ronald, um, just curious, because I know there was a die-in uh, demonstration in Philadelphia, and I believe it was um, in the, at the Criminal Justice Building right in the lobby, and these were lawyers. Um uh-huh. Were you aware of that event? Did you happen to get any information, or were you um, on location? Uh, yeah, I have, the I, have, I have. Yeah, I have photos of a couple of the die-ins. It wasn't mm-hmm. that one in particular. There was a die-in that started. It was a uh, peaceful protest that started uh, where Temple uh, University is a grown Cecil B. Moore, and they actually walked all the way to the art museum and they did uh, a die-in right there on the. Oh, steps. great! Um, so you, yeah, okay. I was present at that one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also the die-in and there was a protest outside of the uh, Wells Fargo Center after the Eagles game a few weeks right. back, and yes, uh, I was indeed. there as well. That's mm-hmm. I know racial right unity was there. Wells Fargo uh-huh. is one of the biggest culprits of gentrification. gentrification. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. well, basically, um, that's what I'm looking for, and that's the type of work I do. Um, and it's, it's mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll be in touch with you on Facebook. You know, maybe we can... Um, do something together on a photojournalist with poetry. Well, well awesome. awesome. That sounds good. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing the product. I know that will be something worth seeing. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much, and Mama And thank you, o. Jeffrey. I love my poem. I'm going to go cry by myself now. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can't cry by yourself anymore because once you spoke it out into the um, – Atmosphere. Now you have the whole universe crying with you. Yeah, but I'm trying to be a big girl. I don't want to. I don't want to be booing all over the phone. But my, I got right. I got you. I still got some tears stuck up in my uh, up in my head. I'm trying to trying to hold in while I'm holding this intelligent conversation. Well deserved. Well, I'm 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 blessed that I was able to hear it spoken on tonight's show. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I said at the very beginning of the show, um, this being the 39th episode and um, 3-9, it's just very important numbers in general. And I said well, some very special things are, are bound to happen on tonight's well, show. Well, special so. things every week because you go out of your way to find talent and something different and plus still let us do our poetry. So, you know, I just <laughs> love your program. You oh, well, thank you. So. It wouldn't be without such like you. I mean, you know, it takes all of us. We know that 
the saying is true. It holds true. It takes a village. Yeah, but see, you're like me. You're not clickish. You do your thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. And that's why I think me and Jeffrey and, and people like Joe and all like that, while we come back, because we're kind of like individuals that like delight to see the individuality in other people. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just don't get caught up in clicks, and I think a lot of times people think because I'm friendly that we're friends. You know? Oh, okay. I got you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So love you. I, I have a love for everybody. You know, I know I don't try to get caught up, and so I don't want anybody to think I'm you know, more um, into this person or that person. I go mm-hmm. where I get treated well. Okay. <laughs> I heard that. Well, we love you here. It's always a seat for you. So thank you. Thank and, uh, you. Like I said I'm going to hang up and finish blowing my nose and getting the tears out, and I'll listen online. <laughs> <laughs> nice meeting you, Mr. Gray. Your work is awesome. Pleasure. Okay. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, I tell you, um, Mr. Mr. Boston, welcome back, Mr. Boston, Master Squad. Uh-huh. I tell you, you really, um, you stirring up. You stirring up things tonight. You getting pe- emotions high. You got Mama O now. She's you, she had to leave us so that she could you know get that Kleenex and start wiping up those tears. And I tell you, stirring up emotions. Well, I'm a little curious. I know that Mama O is inspiring. I know that right off the bat. I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah. Um, she's an oracle. Uh, we're blessed to have her in this era that we're in. Um, now, I'm just curious, as for the writing of that poem, was this something that you wrote just today, or was this something that you began composing maybe a few days back or a year back? Can you just give a little background on the time when you started the writing process for that piece? On the... The, um, the tribute poem. Mama Ola Daisy? Yes. I... Let me just let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you a short story behind what happened. I was on I was on a show. My mentor had a show uh, on on black on black on Block Talk. And one day, first time I ever heard this lady's name, Mama Older Daisy. And when I heard the name, just the name caught my senses. And so I sit there and I listen to her spit her piece. And after my mentor interviewed her, and she she had so much energy flowing out of her, it came through the phone line. Hmm. And when I got off the the show, I immediately start composing the piece. And I wrote that piece as you heard it. I wrote it just like it has never changed. And that's been over three years ago, believe it or not. And I got to do it one time before uh, for her on another show. And she did the same thing. She cried. But her spirit sifted inside of me and pushed me to write that piece because the energy was just so prevalent. It was so, so prevalent, so I had to write that piece. I just had to write it, and I wrote it, and it came out just like it was supposed to came out. Okay. I, I was just like, oh, my God. I was just, like, amazed when I saw it. 
you know, it was like I had my eyes closed. I was looking at the piece and had my eyes closed at the same time. <laughs> and, wow. Now, you just hit on something about artists. Artists feel, artists are soulful. So for the most part, anything that an artist creates, it comes from within. Now, you hit on that when you made that comment about your eyes being closed and you just flowed with your pen. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes an artist to really understand what that journey and experience fully is. Can you just touch on that side of artistry or that side of being an artist, how it's soulful? You know, a lot of people may be classically trained as artists, but if you're not soulful, as an artist, there's that element of artistry that you're still going to miss. And you kind of touch on it. So true. But as everybody that knows me, who's have contact with me and the shows that I've been on, know I've only been writing as of Christmas this year. I've been writing for six years. And at first, when you start writing, you write out of your head. Mm-hmm. You just write out of your head. And then when you take that transition, you, I want to be a better writer. And so in order to be a better writer, you have to transition out of your head into your heart and mm-hmm. learn how to write from your heart. And once you learn how to write from your heart, you transition into your soul and you write from your soul. And you allow the spirit within you to speak to you. And that's where I write from. I write from that place in me. And a lot of people take my rights wrong, which is understandable because they're not in a place where I'm at in my okay. Okay. I write. Okay. I write from a whole different style of writing. And sometimes my writing is mixed with a little Shakespeare and a little Aristotle and and uh, a little bit of James Allen and a host of others. And I use I I've read so much of their work over a two-year period being locked up in a federal penitentiary. So being in the hole, I had a chance to read these fantastic works and. Mm. And I've learned to try to kind of simulate their writing, but at the same time let my spirit speak. And that's how I write. Now, other Mm. people will will write out of their head and look at my piece and say, hey, I wrote a piece just like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And they'll go back. I had to go back and edit my piece after reading your piece because now I feel where you're from and you're in that spirit realm, you in that soul realm, and that's where I write from. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful awesome. place to awesome. be, believe me. Well expressed. Beautiful. beautiful, beautiful place to be. Mm. Yes, yes. I agree with you. I agree with you. And um, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. There's a poem, uh, Master Artist, Mr. Boston, entitled God is the Beauty in Consistency, mm-hmm. and I would like to share this poem with our listening audience. I think that it will bring to light a lot of truths um, 
especially uh, based on a lot of the commentary that you have just shared with everyone about the soulful nature and the soulful wow, you know, artistry of being an artist. I, I, you know, you're going to have to hear from the video because I was actually walking and did that point. And I didn't mm. ever write that point down, so you're gonna have to hear it from the video, in which I do have the video. Oh, okay. And I, I will let you play that. Well, I will play it after the break. Okay. okay. Well, I'm definitely. I would like if it's okay with you. I, I can play it now okay, as we take can. our break, and then when we come back and return, I have um, the call queue. In our call queue, I'm going to acknowledge we have Southeast Pennsylvania which I believe may be Philadelphia. I want to give a big shout out to my hometown and all of the Philly artists out there that are tuning in. So we're going to hit Philly, and then we're going to D.C. to to the DSR family member and artist by the name of Mr. Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer, and then we'll take it from there. So ladies and gentlemen, prepare for a break, poetic expression of the master scribe. God is the beauty and consistency. Mm. And we out here in a little bit of the snow. And as we all well see that we enjoy some of the white at the same time. We enjoy some of the things that we like to enjoy on this wonderful day. You know, it is what it is, though, and so we do what we do. And there's so much beauty in seeing the snow, nature bloom before and after its beautiful fusion of renewal. Frozen water communicating with nature, it is this, and in this cosmic science that helps us survive, it is the constants of God, without rarity, but his silence how mighty one may or may not interpret, and his impression in the snow white found already in the content effect. He is what he is in the consistency of all four seasons with the analogy of God. However, what man's theory may be, God is this account in description and explanation interwoven in the cosmic content, in the community of his creation, in the function of allowing man to see the snow in peace have a blessed day everybody I'm going back in the house now (laughs) all right all right outstanding and yes I could now I had the opportunity of seeing the actual video recording along with hearing the audio and what I can say is Matt subscribe that poem came from within. Um, as you said, it was no pen in your hand, 
You weren't reading from a sheet of paper. It wasn't scripted. You just flowed. It was art in motion. And you literally showed the snow as you were walking. You were just walking along a path in Boston, and you were recording what you were seeing, and you were speaking by way of poetic expression about nature and the beauty in nature, what you saw in the snow. And I I just thought that that was awesome. I just wanted to share that. I I knew that our artists out there would find that very uh, satisfying. And I would like to hear from Mr. Ronald Gray because of his artistry as a photojournalist and as a photographer and a creative mind artist, I would love to hear his take on what he thought of that poem. It was just beautiful. I mean, and I, I can relate to that so much because there are times where I actually come into photography, you know, and it's just art is intuitive. Art is impulsive, and people forget that, you know. And, yeah, like I said, it was it was beautiful what that brother actually read and, and about nature and everything that, you know, if I show you the world that passes before me, you know, which you see what I see. So, mm. you know, him him being able to take all those things in and, and be able to, uh, you know, create that inside of the spoken word, it's just it's, it's really inspiring. It's beautiful. Thank you, Mr. Gray. Thank you so much. Uh, May I subscribe? I did go to your page. I did go to your page, Mr. Gray, and stole three pictures from your page, and I put those three pictures together as quickly as I possibly did. If I had a little more time, it would have been very perfect, but I did inbox the coin. And the picture, and I actually posted it on my page. Um, uh, and, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to post the poem that I did write to your set of pictures in in the chat room. Oh, okay. And I just did. I don't know what happened. Uh, it's not there for some reason. In the chat room. Are you able to transfer it? to the events page. Um, your event page is... Ex- oh. The Exceptional Scribble Show, and that will be episode number 39. Okay. Let me see. Let me see here. Um, uh, let me see. I'm going to do that right now. Great. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. Yes, and I just want all the listeners to know, if you would like to post comments, you can visit on Facebook. It's the Exceptional Scribble Show, comma, episode 39, episode 39, okay? And feel free to post any comments. Uh, Let us know what the show has done for you tonight. Let us know anything that has come to your mind as you were listening in to tonight's show. Maybe you may have some questions that weren't asked. Um, I do see questions when they're posted in the chat room, but other than that, if you have questions and you're not in the chat room, feel free to uh, post your questions that you may have for our featured spotlight artists. 
uh, Mr. Ronald Gray, because know this, only questions that are asked will get answered. Okay? So I want to say to our listening audience, thank you so much again for tuning in. You are the wind beneath my wings. I couldn't do this without you. And for anyone that would like to call in, the call-in number for tonight's show is 724-444-7444. And if you have a question, I see Washington, D.C., that will be none other than DSR family member, Mr. Joe, the verbal mind dancer. Welcome back. Oh, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Thoroughly enjoying the show. Yes, yes, I am too. This is the first. We have not had a photographer on to discuss the process of their art up until tonight. So this is a first. This is really, um, this is major. This is a breakthrough for our show tonight. So we are looking to, of course, um, uh, have this again in the future. This is the first time, and we will definitely be inviting our feature spotlight artist, Mr. Ronald Gray, back later in the year, but for now, we just want him to know that his presence on the panel has truly been very, very good in terms of um, the educational component. I mean, we're all being educated. A lot of us, we have basic knowledge about photography, but not the intimate knowledge, such as a photojournalist would have or a creative mind artist that is a photographer. So, we want you to know, Mr. Ronald Gray, we appreciate all of the information that you have disclosed on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. And now um, the mic is in the hand of DSR family member, Mr. Joe, the Verbal Mind Dancer. Okay, I'm going to share a little piece with y'all, share a little piece with y'all. It's called Torn Curtains. Okay. No longer, no. Oh, one no moment. Longer, Let me get the okay. back feed. It sounds like some background noise. Okay. Now you can begin, and please restate the title of the piece that you'll be reciting, and thank you. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, the uh, title is called Torn Curtains. No longer shall I peer through the shears in anticipation of you drawing near. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? How often did you see me slipping on ice and snow, bags and tow? I knew you'd last, though. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? That night the winds came, rain beating on the panes. The lamp came crashing down. We huddled not in fear, we huddled in comfort. I for you, you for me. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? And what of spring and summer? You with book, me with a joint or two. You read to me with the voice of mellow passion. I ended up coughing and hacking, but never lacking in my attentiveness. I recited back the passages. You smiled. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? I don't know what brought me back here, back to these torn curtains of fond memories. They seem cold now, empty, barren. Once they held life in those fine threads. They had the smell of baked breads. They held the moments we waited for each other. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? We were in love. Passing never comes easy for the remaining. There's always that one thing that holds forever. I sat for a while in hopes that you would walk by. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? And boom. Mm, wow. Very, very 
I heard violins while you were reciting that piece. It's, it's got that romantic vibe. Um, it's that, you know, male voice speaking intimately to his love, you know, and I kind of get that whole concept. I get that whole vibe, you know, that you're, you know, it's a reminder to the lady in your life of how special she is and what she really means to you. I really like that piece. Like, um, were you writing that from experience or it was just maybe something you saw inspired it? Like, give us a little background of what inspired that piece. Well, actually, it goes back to uh, actually to Mr. Gray with his photography. It was actually written by from a, I had a thought. Mm. Torn curtains, and I found a picture of torn curtains, and actually wrote the words to the uh, to the picture, so to speak. Wow! So it was a picture of torn curtains. Yes. And then the words just flowed. Amazing! Awesome! Now I'm going to ask you if you don't mind if you could read that piece again, and can you turn your volume? the volume of your phone up a little louder. I want all of the listeners to really get the full impact of that poem. Okay, absolutely. It's a very potent piece. I will do that, okay. Thank you. Torn curtains. No longer shall I peer through the shears in anticipation of you drawing near. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? How often did you see me slipping on ice and snow, bags and tow? I knew you laughed so. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? That night the winds came, rain beating on the panes. The lamp came crashing down. We huddled not in fear. We huddled in comfort. I for you, you for me. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? And what of spring and summer? You with book, me with a joint or two. You read to me with the voice of mellow passion. I ended up coughing and hacking, but never lacking in my attentiveness. I recited back the passages, and you smiled. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? I don't know what brought me back here, back to these torn curtains of fond memories. They seem cold now, empty, barren. Once they held life in those fine threads, they held the smell of baked breads. They held the moments we waited for each other. Those were the years we were in love. Passing never comes easy for the remaining. There's always always that one thing that holds forever. I sat for a while in hopes that you would walk by. Those were the years, weren't they, babe? In pump. Mm, 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 mm. Love it, love it, love it. And I must say, if you have not had that poem yet, Copywritten. That's a piece you definitely want. That's stellar. That's stellar. You want to get that copywritten. I appreciate that. Yeah, so if anyone ever uses it for anything, commercial or anything, um, you know, a uh, photo ad, um, ad in a magazine or what have you, those words, I mean, you know, you want to make sure that you're accredited. You are the origin of that piece. It was birthed from you. That's your child. You want to make sure that you get credit 
for giving birth to that child. (laughs) You know, and any royalties that may come, you know, they should come to you (laughs) directly. So I definitely want to encourage you to have that piece copywritten. And um, you can even go online, the National Library of Congress, you can have it registered first, which is the very first step, get it registered, and then you get the certificate of copyright that just verifies that you are the author of that. And you can go online to uh, the National Library of Congress and copyright um, uh, to acquire the actual form. I think you can even uh, fill the form out now online. Everything can be processed um, electronically, which is faster. And then it's just a matter of you paying. Um, I think the last time I remembered, I remember when it was $15 and it went up to $30, $35. But um, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. Like I said, then any royalties that would come from it, you would receive them directly. Excellent. Excellent. You know? Yes, yes. And thanks for sharing that piece. It's a wonderful piece. I like it a lot. You can tell, right? (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that, Francie. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. And would you happen to have any more questions for uh, Mr. Gray before we move on? Well, actually, uh, he actually uh, answered one, uh, you know, in an indirect way. uh, You know, we we spoke about, uh, you know, writing uh, poetry to pictures, and he also uh, mentioned, uh, somebody mentioned uh, an idea to him that, for him to come up with a picture to a, a poem that he sees or likes or something like that. So that was okay. uh, Outstanding. So that was great idea, yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks again for your questions. They were good questions. And um, I think that every artist, especially literary artists and writers, need to know the answer. So thanks again. Much appreciated. And keep your pen up. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, now we're going back to it looks like we have Lady of Love and Master Scribe, and they have a co- collaboration they would like to uh, recite. And then we're going to wrap up the interview with our feature spotlight artist. Hey, hello, hello. Welcome back, Lady of Love. And Mr. Boston, Master Scribe, are you still with us? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, I understand there's a collaboration piece that uh, you and Lady of Love would like to do on the show tonight. Yeah. She was over there sitting in the corner, and uh, (laughs) she was, like, drinking her water. She don't drink nothing else but water. (laughs) Okay. So she... Since she drinks water and Moscato, and I drink ENJVSOP and Henny Black. So, oh, my. Yeah, uh, she thought that we should do something, so she wanted to see how tipsy she really was off the water, not the Moscato. <laughs> and she wanted to find out, she wanted to find out how, tip, how tip my thoughts were. Well, well, I'm I'm curious because I'm from Philly and and you know the school kill punch here, uh, you know everybody knows you can't be drinking too much of that. So what's in the water over in Florida, Lady of Love? 
you're mu- you have money and you're freaking ugly and miserable, and I see it every day. You know, mm. I see it every day. They're loaded, but they're so miserable. The men are all gruffy and huffy, and the poor little wife just tracked tags along and it's been going on for years they're old now mm-hmm. and, it, and and that's how it is but what another thing the very thing that you got when you popped into the world is breath i was mm-hmm. at the doctor's today he gave me a 478 was it 478 jeff i told you 478 okay. and he told me to breathe three times a day mm. to in, inhale for four seconds hold it for mm. seven Push it out for eight, three times yeah. a day, and 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 I and I remember the breathing, you know, for various various exercise functions, and that cleanses the body. Not only does it cleanse the body, it leaves the body of the stress, and it takes out. You remember when we were young, and the teachers would say, "Breathe in the new and blow out the old." Yeah. Okay. Breathing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct breathing is so important. It's so essential. Mm-hmm. I have a very good friend that always tells me to breathe. Ain't that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what it is. So I ain't gonna tell you to breathe no more. You better learn how to breathe on your own. Since you better be there, introduce this okay. piece. Um. All right. Looking forward to hearing this piece. What is the piece are we doing? New level. New, New level. level. Mm-hmm. You fired it at me, so I was ready with it. Okay. I think I have this right. Who starts this, you or me? Um, me. Okay. Wait a minute. You're, you're, you, you, you have the morning glory and the low-level atmospheric solitary wave? I have the morning glory dispatched, and as the glory cloud hung low, okay, you got a low-level low atmosphere. Okay, let's go. Let's go. I'm trying to get that in my head. That's all. Okay, baby, let's hit it. Go. Go. The morning glory dispatched, and as the glory cloud hung low, I forward my natural to resuscitate the parched. My spirit connects with your high up, with you high up, on the now experiencing level with the brand of teachment in your core. The level of matriculation, for me, excites my oratory. I felt the level try to shift my acceptance, and I refused to enter the negativity of an exposed minor wrinkle. A low-level atmospheric solitary wave associated in the clouds Intense low-level verbal sheer. He adds to morning glory bread and great is slathered with cream cheese ever so satisfying by itself. Forward my natural to resuscitate the parched. They call it babysitting the water. What is experienced as the creation can also be experienced within yourself. Your gifted, your gifted personality with qualities of curiosity, determination and spiritual interest. Someone very special in my life once told me, obstacles are, the theory works on a four-level connection is parallel and dynamic. Dynamic. The spirit of this new level 
will expand the universe in invisible transactions to allow the process to shake that dirt region aware. This level will power mind, spirit, personality, actualize the supreme being all of the growth of the supreme. It's essentially a transaction involving the transfer coordinated with our spiritual person, ultimate and absolute in the ever-expanding master universe that we seek personal. We arrive at the understanding that the living, the will of God is the external passport of two phases of universe reality and the spiritual presence of the universal father. The ascending mortal of time and space experiences in the expression of the mortal mind. My standard opening informed the buds to erect a listening clear. There, in the midst of the breeze of clear arouse, arose an ugly storm of disrupt. The arch above my head read the title clear and lit the fire of refine to educate and lay straight. Come, said my soul, such verses of my body let us write, for we are one, master of all or mistress of all aplomb in the midst of irrational things. Imbued, they are not the critics predestined to bring us out, but to develop my morals, our morals. He who runs may read in the large capitals which form the title of the tale. Gradually, the dark bar on the horizon becomes clear as if the sediment of an old arc of fire burnt on the rim of the horizon. And all around it, the sea blazed gold and it may become roofed over. Hmm. Your sense of elementary time corrupt the storm and evaporated its strength. I call to your soul from the top hill of my soul, and certain certainty brought your dignified formulary. We reveal the message to them that had an ear. Fine-tuned bells of harmonizing agree, shaped the dust remaining and cleaned its level response. The transition is from elementary because its strength and location will change over time. It arrived exactly when expected, but evaporated and disintegrated under the sun's intense stare. To ring out when struck by voice, sound as a chime. To sound in harmony as bells, to harmonize, to be in agreement. The king of songs were the music, not the words really mattered, and the music is fine. And her response to be? To be, we further the journey. As now I shroud my praying head, I see the next level in a click beyond the second hill. You taught me from the scroll you carried in the sheath on your right side as we stopped for a brief at the appointed crystal lake, my steady ear pressed to each urgent, reinforced verb. I thought Alpha truly sent the rank of his supreme excellence to impart the guide of direction for the corporate of my soul. 
Yet yet though the sun was born anew each morning, it was clearly given us life. There is an urgent need then to see once again that faith is a light, but knows that this gift of God needs to be nourished and reinforced. Each picture told a story to many of them in the face of mysterious, often to those with underdeveloped understanding. Therefore, he has sent, his, sent forth his messengers, his prophets, and chosen ones may cross through his gracious providence, guide to guide all. They would bear witness to the sublimity and the excellence of his utterance. This will will result in advantage to man, will to ensure his progress and to elevate his rank. It is this blueprint for educational equity and excellence, those aligned standards of instruction of cumulated wisdom gained and imparted direction for the corporate of both souls. Mic drop. In peace. Exceptional. Wow. I tell you, it's more than words alone can express. Uh, Your minds, you both, your minds have fused together to provide to us, and I say this as a member of the literary artist community, to provide to us that higher level of thought processing. And in reference to the subject matter, it's where our minds need to gravitate to as artists because I do believe as artists we are the muses for society at large. We are the ones that motivate and inspire. We are the ones whom can end a war or begin a war just by the things that we're saying, just by what we perform, even on a stage. There's a lot of times where a person was so charged after going to see a play because the message was so profound and it came through so clear. Um, music, art, and drama, and, and that en- encompasses dance and so much. Um, it literally is a medium. And as a platform, it is where, when we speak about the soul and about change and we're talking about spirit, renewal, and mind, transformation, art is that medium Mm -hmm. that makes it possible. And it crosses all barriers, all boundaries. You can say so much more artistically than you could ever say otherwise and be understood and be well understood. And it doesn't matter the age of your audience or it doesn't matter what their creed is or even their social class. Art is a powerful medium. And when an artist understands the power that they hold and they possess as an artist, I think they can do so much more 
as a member of the community in terms of being a community leader, being a community helper, and doing so in a positive manner. We have so many people that um, they take art for granted. So many take art lightly. Yes. And it's not to be taken for granted. It's not to be taken lightly because it is a powerful medium. And it is one that will provoke and suggest for the mind. It will provoke and suggest to the mind to do a thing or to stop doing a thing. And so I think that we should always keep that in mind as artists because we need to be more accountable to our audience. I think that as an artist, we should be accountable, and that's being responsible. Can I and say this? Yes, you may. Can, can I say this, friend? Yes. Not, not only is it an art form, and not only are we the muses, this, the, the, the poetry, artistic um, platform has now become a prophetic ministry. That's mm-hmm. what it is now. This yes. is not. This is not. Um, even if, even into the stages of erotica, there are there there are some. There are, you know, and I say it all the time. The Bible, right in the middle of the Bible. What's the book in the middle? Song of Solomon. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read it? Song of Solomon. So mm-hmm. erotic. If you re- if you really into into you know reading and really understanding what you're reading, Song of Solomon is so. It's the whole thing from front to back. It's full of erotic, stimulating words of love and feeling. And so, you know, I feel that that even the erotic poetry, that's what that is. You know, we're modern day. This is 2015. Mm-hmm. We're going to say that's things. Right. A little, we're going to say things a little bit different. We're not that shy, if you feel me. You know, not, you know, <laughs> we're going to say we're going to say a couple of little things and stuff and whatnot. And it's still all right, and it's ministering to you, letting you know that the spirit and the body are definitely connected while we're here on earth. And so, you know, if your mind is right and your spirit is right, then your sex will be right. You see what I mean? That's right. Well said. And that's real, and it's just blunt, you know. I hope I didn't step on nobody's toes or anybody's cringing in the corner. Oh, she said that. (laughs) You know, but it's real. If you really think about it, it's so real. You know, and sex is the beauty, the most beautiful. It is the top of the gifts that God gave us. The, the best. It's the mm-hmm. best that He gave us. So why shouldn't it be treated with beauty and respect and adoration? Yeah. That's right. And artists. And one thing that I'm very much aware of about the artist community, there is no shame to your game as an artist, because you paint what is real. Mm-hmm. Your paintbrush can be your words, your tongue, or it could be your body. We have those that are the um, uh, dancers, uh, right. the performing or performance artists. Right. right. Um, your minds, you know, the ones that don't use words, they use body language and motion, movement, which is an art. Um, And you touched on something when you spoke about breathing. A lot of disease um, can ravage or wreak havoc in our bodies simply because we're not breathing 
correctly. Mm-hmm. And I like how you spoke on how there's a way you have to hold breath and then through the nose breathe in and out through the mouth breathe out. Inhale, exhale. There's all of that is art. Yes, it there's is. There's art to it. And, you know, it takes time to learn. It takes time to master. Even Absolutely. that, the art of breathing. Absolutely. For healthy my, living. My doctor just gave me that today, you know, because mm-hmm. I go to a doctor of osteopathic medicine, you know, Western Eastern medicine. Right. You know, they don't believe in all them pills. They, you know, they gave me mm-hmm. a list of vitamins they want me to go and get. And, you know, and the, and, and, and the encouragement is to... To use yourself, it's it's just like in in the in the Middle East, the um, uh, Bruce Lee. What the heck does he do? Not it's not karate, um, but mm. you, you know. But that's they, the art, the martial right, art. Right, the martial arts. That's what mm-hmm. I wanted to say. The martial arts and it's arts. a science. Mm-hmm. Ex, ex, exactly, and you, they use their body to exercise to keep themselves fit. You know, and they do, and they and they eat. They eat correctly. You don't see nobody eating no Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> and going to well, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, you're talking about when you're talking about complete exercise body medicine. I spent I spent a number of years with the monks in Thailand. A number of years, seven years. Mm, mm, mm. Learned so much about how the body heals itself. Oh yes. And it, and it all deals with how you breathe, the foods you eat, the mm-hmm. chemicals you put in it, and the, and how you exercise your mind. Yes. Your mind is the bigger part of it. Your breathing is the second part of it. Mind and over I, matter. I, yes, and I've, I've I've learned so much. And, you know, I, a lot of people ask me, how, how do you stay so fit at being a 56? How do you stay mm-hmm. so fit? It's because of what I eat and what I think about, what I put inside my head. Mostly what you, know? you put in and your I drink, head. I do put I do put poisons in my body. I drink, and I don't, but I don't drink excessively. Drink I sell. I don't mm-hmm. excessively drink, but I'm I'm more prone to fish and chicken and a lot of vegetables and mainly garlic, onions, tomatoes, and bell peppers. Those type of vegetables, those antioxidant type of vegetables, help keep my body clean, and I'm. This year, I made I made my body cleaner. Thank God, y'all can say that I haven't had a cigarette since the thirtieth of January. Mm. The thirtieth of, of December. December. Congratulations! Yes, I'm cleansing. I'm completely cleansing. That's a blessing. Yes, that's it an is. absolute blessing because we got a lot more writing to do, and you know you don't need to be in no bad type of way. And, no, I, and and I, I and, and that's that's exactly why I'm I'm you know stepping up into a different state of consciousness because I you know I don't do the things that I used to do so now I have to my doctor told me to put my gym attire in my car and being that I go I belong to three different gyms and they're in different places and when I if I'm close to one tell me just maybe because you favor the other one jump in there and do what you got to do. He said, if it ain't but 30 minutes, just do what you need to do, you know. And the key to it all, the key to it all is knowing your triggers. And, and Lady of Love, you're one of my big triggers. Not not really. <laughs> not really. <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> you're the oil for the trigger, okay? So. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. All right, Mr. Boston. 
the the vitamin things, the vitamins, taking them vitamins, you don't OD on them, you you take them the way that you should. And what happens with vitamins is you take them for a prescribed amount of time, then your body catches up. Then you go back to taking them. You know, you rest off of them. You don't just be dropping 79 different vitamins, you know. Mm. You know, you don't do it like that. You know, you have vitamins for different things, and you take them at different periods, you know, and and so yeah. forth and so on. So, you know, I'm, I'm just thankful that, you know, that, that when I began to tell him all of the stuff that I do, that that, that was his prescription for me. He and I took his, I, I said, you know, if you had reached for that pad and, and that prescription RX pad, I would have walked slam up out of here because I'm not taking none of that crap, you know what I'm saying? And you know, and I and I'm I'm pretty fit. I'm not, I'm not bad, you know. I I took did CrossFit training the earlier part of last year, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I'm thinking about going back in again. I know. heard that. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's it's a good thing we've got to stay fit, um, especially considering all that's transpiring in our world today. That's right. Um, you know, you look at the news, and then you just look at what's happening in your town, in your hometown, and you see what's happening on our streets. There's such a civil unrest right now. Um, There's so much tension between our law enforcement and our community residents right now. There's lack of trust. There's so much, you know. You we know may why. have to go to the hills, you know what I'm saying? I we hear may, you. We may have to have on some combat boots, honey, and head to the hills and, and start and start eating berries and boiling leaves, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, before we go in deep with this topic right now, because I think we need to change course, it's all for the good. Um, first, I want to say thank you to uh, the feature spotlight artist on tonight's show. He had to leave us. Um, Mr. Ronald Gray, we will definitely have him on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show again at some point later on during the year. He um, shed light on what it is day in and day out in the life of a photojournalist. And um, as he shared, he too is a writer. So I think that gives him an extra edge even as a photographer because from a writer's perspective along with the photographer perspective, you're getting two sides mm-hmm. of the equation in terms of visual art, and I think that's great. And so we definitely are going to have him come on again the next time he'll talk a little more of how the two um, become one mm-hmm. in terms of the photography and the artistry of literary art as a writer. So um, I'm so thankful all of you were just very very uh, warm and accommodating for him. He enjoyed all all of the questions. This was his first time doing this on our show, and it was our first time having a photographer in the hot seat, and it was fun. Um, I learned a lot of things. I'm definitely going to be peeking at his website even the more. Um, I was very impressed when yeah. I visited his website to see his work. I mean, the type, the quality of his photography art, you would expect to see in magazines like Vogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of your more high upscale magazines in general, high fashion, even high fashion, National Geographic, he has a way of capturing essence 
in his photography that I think is just second to none. I was very impressed, and I look forward to the opportunity of having him on again and just discussing um, certain photos because there are certain photos where you really can see um, a lot went into, a lot of thought went into capturing the essence of the subjects in his photos. So, um, and I think that that's what it's all about. You want to keep things interesting um, when we create, artistry as writers, poets, spoken word artists, performance artists, we want to keep the audience guessing. Um, If they can predict what's coming up next, that's not so good. (laughs) Yeah, and that's right. That's right. (laughs) Right? That's right. But but that's how your head should be, Fred. It shouldn't be um, on the same vein and on the same level. You mm-hmm. should be moving higher. It should be each right, it, for real, because I feel it in my right. Each right, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just moves up and it just moves up and it just moves up. And Mr. Boston just, Mr. Boston just took me to, he just took me for a journey during the show. And I got a new computer and I don't know pooly boo about this doggone thing. And I'm, girl, Lord have mercy. I, I was so happy I got your show on so I could be in the chat room. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I needed to do something else. You know, I need to convert something from one spot and take it over to my word. Child, I'm still trying to find it. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I am just, I, but you know something where there is a will, there is a way. I thank God for my iPhone because I took my little iPhone mm. and, and, I, and I tweaked it and did what I was supposed to do. And I put that piece back in that brother's hand. He gave me seed and I gave him life. Right there. All right. Yeah, That's yeah. partnership. That's partnership. I, I don't like to use the term partners in crime. Mm-hmm. I like to use the term um, holy matrimony oh, okay. of the pens or of the quills, whatever best suits you, because, you know, we love quills just as much as we love pens. Yes, <laughs> and we definitely love the flow of this beautiful blossoming ink. Yes, and Oh, I love that. <laughs> Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, this thing indeed. is going up. It's going up. I'm telling you, friend, we are the prophets and prophetess. Yes, indeed. We, we are called poets and poetess. But just mm-hmm. look at how close that is. We are the prophets and the prophetess. And it was we were spoken about mm. by the prophet Joel. Mm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And, and you see the, the Laodicean church, them folks, hadn't got when God said they was lukewarm. We ain't mm. hardly lukewarm. And we standing right. we standing for something, you know? That's right. That's it. That's it. We have our our lamps are burning. Mm-hmm. We have fire in our ink. And when we write it's with strong conviction because yes, we mean what we're saying. Yes, we're ma'am. trying to help people understand there's a lot of closed minds out here. I was shocked. One time I witnessed, and this was at an open forum discussion, and the audience, now these are the people that are supposed to be the ones that are the enlightened ones. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and they were like sleep in their seats. Though their eyes was open, mm-hmm. it was like they were wide awake sleep. Mm-hmm. They were mentally sleep. Yes, mentally Eyes stifled. wide shut. Not engaged, Men- not 
it was as if they were, I'm going to be honest, they were zombies. I said, wow, the system has really got their mind. Mm-hmm. That's and so most sad. Of them, most of them, friend, you think that they're on point and they're so off, it's not funny. All you got to do is look, listen to them. All you have to do is mm-hmm. listen mm-hmm. to them. And and what happens with them, they don't stand on a on a on a solid conviction because most of them are so afraid. The pastor used to say, my pastor in New York, not truly, not down here, he used to say, you got to get people proof. I remember him taking me to the side one time. And, I mean, it wasn't that I had said anything to him or whatever, whatever. He told me two things. He said, you got to settle your spirit and get people proof. And, and I, mm-hmm. I carry that thing. You understand what I'm saying? I really, really can. Jeff would tell you in a minute. I'll tell him in a minute, so-and-so can, mm, my, mm, and Macy's window at any given time on a Saturday <laughs> at 12 o'clock noon. And now, I mean, now. I really unintentionally mean that, that I will dust your hips off away from me because you will not give me no cold water on my fire. You understand? Mm-hmm. You want to spread cold water, you take your hips somewhere else. And you and you go on, you do that. But leave me live like I like being. I can't mm-hmm. help because you ain't that way. That I, I can try to show you a little something, something, but you're going to have to follow what I'm saying. And if you can't, you know, it's just too bad. That's your problem. That's too bad. That's yeah. right. Well, on that note, we're going to get through our caller queue. I'm going to give everyone some final thoughts, um, any final words that they have which they would like to share about. Um, visual art tonight and then we're going to wrap up with some poetry and we'll be closing the show out. I'm going to West North Carolina first. Charlotte. Charlotte. I'm sorry, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, welcome back. Thank you. I enjoyed the show. Theatu, right? Theatu, but it's all right. Theatu, okay, yeah. Theatu. No, say. No, say. Oh, say. I'm sorry, it's say, right, say E2. Thank you. Thanks again. Well, we definitely want to hear from you in closing because you have been a photographer for years, for decades now, and you're also an experienced, skilled photojournalist. And we'd like to hear your overall perspective on visual art and how you, the, the attitude that you take or your approach to your work in general, if you can just shed some light and share with our listening audience tonight. Well, I wanted to just discuss over some things that we went over before, before I do my my final words. Yes, Bruce, sure. Bruce Lee, uh, he, he studied Yip Man. His teacher taught him Gong Fu, and then his style was Jeet Kune Do. And, uh, Thank you, yes. <laughs> This year, I'm. Oh, by the way, I'm a grandmaster in martial arts. I've been That's right. Okay. Okay. But I'm so glad you're back That's, with us on the call. Artists have artists have quite a few hats we wear. That's right. <laughs> so, yes, indeed. And this year, Awaken the Poet. I'm quite interested in that that book mm. here. Oh, okay. Okay. Also, uh, Mr. Boston, uh, doing his isolation and solitude. Um, Creative juices was flowing. Mm-hmm. He really, he really graced us with the spoken word. And, yes, and uh, uh, this station here, 
what you have, it uh, unites us and not divides us. It's beautiful. And this here, 478, that air, the breathing, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I'm glad you said to bring up a notebook so you can write things down. <laughs> thank you, sir. So I pay attention. Yes, your, thank your you. Your program is it's uh, osmosis, and you don't you don't pick nothing up from this program. There's something wrong with you. Mm. You're not breathing. There's something wrong with you. But I, I wish that, that uh, Mr. Gray hadn't left so soon. I wanted to. I have wanted to run by him. I have an idea of a pictorial, which is a book of photos, and a spoken word combined. Because mm. you, you're talking about, you know, uh, these magazines, life, look, and essence. And, well, this could be a hard back pictorial mm-hmm. book of photos and a spoken word by maybe some of your guests will you know, get together with them and make that into a fruition. Oh, most definitely. I'm glad that you made that statement. Um, uh, Mr. Ronald Gray is on Facebook, and you could uh, send a a friend request to him. As a matter of fact, I'm going to uh, touch bases with him, and I'll uh, make certain that you have his email. Just run that that by him about Victoria photos. Yes, I will, because I'm sure he's open to it. I'm just going by some comments that he made on the panel here tonight. Yes, and, um, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes, indeed. Sounds like a plan. Yes, Sounds like it a plan. is. <laughs> I'm it glad you fun. called in. And then to find out you're a grandmaster and we and uh Lady of Love, I believe it was, that uh mentioned Bruce Lee so you were yes. able to um educate Answer us yes about what that art history uh was his form in terms of the martial arts. Um now you said take what the Taekwondo Taekwondo? No, it was it, it, it was Taekwondo. Oh, Taekwondo. Okay, Taekwondo. Yeah, that's, that's his that's his style, and he studied Kung mm. Fu. Yes, yes. Not Kung Fu, but Kung Fu. Are you familiar? Um, I have. Well, my brother is Al Yisrael. Yes. And my first cousin is Del um, Ali. Okay. And they're both into the uh, martial arts, so they're very skilled and very knowledgeable of that. Shotokan, yes, Shotokan is the science that they study. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm honored to have you on. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to scheduling you to have you on as a feature spotlight artist. Um, I'm working on now uh, my month of March dates. Um, so we'll definitely be talking. Yes, we'll see if we can get something doing that. Month. I'm sorry, repeat that. I said we see if we can get something going during that month. Yeah, and if that's not a good month for you, we'll definitely schedule a time that is good for you because I definitely would love to have you on to talk about the um, – you're a grandmaster. Talk about what that means. A lot of artists, um, there may be some artists tuned in tonight that they want to be a grandmaster. They need to know what that journey is, what it all entails, and how to become one. So my, my thank title, you. My title is Osente. Osente. Yes. And how is that spelled? Is that O-S-E? It's O 
with okay. apostrophe and, okay. and, the, and the word sensei, which means teacher. And the O apostrophe means O great one. Okay. And it's O apostrophe. S-E-N-S-E-I. Yes. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. And it's say E2. Kenyatta. Kenyatta. Say E2, Kenyatta. Got it. I'm going to have it and not have to say, (laughs) is this it? I'm going to have it right next time. Okay. (laughs) Thanks so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. And wow, we I tell you, we're always learning on the show. This is what it's an educational forum. This is what the platform was created to do and also to um give artists the exposure they need because we have so many talented artists that are struggling artists out here and they just need exposure. Yes, That's the platform. Yes, just a, a box. You stand on and just uh, speak what they what they know, they tell. So, yes so indeed. A box to stand on, and your program provides that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I will definitely continue on this path and do just that for our artist community. And thanks again. Much appreciated. Thank you. Now we're going to um, Southeast Texas. Southeast Texas, welcome back. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I just wanted you to have an opportunity. If there's anything you would like to say in closing to our listeners, um, anything maybe even as an artist about uh, visual art um, or anything you would like to suggest for someone that's new um, in terms of their writing, what they should do to help them, now is your Uh, time. Yes. You know, the two things come to mind is that, Never neglect to share what you have on your heart because what you feel is insignificant for yourself can really bless the next person. And I have almost done that many times over. And someone has come and said, you know, that I needed that or that blessed me or or shared with someone else. And so never underestimate the power of your pen. Um because we are our own worst critics most of the time. I know I definitely am. And so just let it flow. Trust your gift and trust the Most High God. First and foremost, he gave it to you. So don't doubt your gift. And as far as pictures, sometimes they're worth more than words. And pictures included with words is just double impact. So be bold with your gift. Be open with it and share and start somewhere I know some people who are frustrated because they have so much to give and so much that could bless others uh, in terms of writing or their artistry uh, that's closely related, but just frustrated with starting. Start with your pen, be it your computer, pen, Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm old school. I love a pad, notebooks sprawled all over the place. Eventually they'll get on the screen, but um, in my own due time, Mm-hmm. Uh, just start. You can always make a manuscript, and people hear that word and they think, oh, Lord, something intricate. A manuscript is pretty much you organizing your thoughts, how you'd like it to flow, print it up, and shove it in the professional's hand, or either learn how by 
picking those good old brains, some of them I mentioned earlier, as to how to go about uh, editing and getting it published, et cetera, for yourself. But just pick up the pen and start and bless somebody else. And in regards to this uh, season of change with winter and whatever this is going on down Mm -hmm. here uh, in the big state, we're going from spring-like weather to downright Minnesota, North Dakota, so we're all over the place. Cleanse your system. Um, there were some good tips about the water, and I saw your colloidal silver post, but Mama O, mm-hmm. I also want to tell you, hon, if your people haven't told you about diatomaceous earth, it is beautiful. Um, if you just type in the earth and look it up, uh, anyone, it has helped me. I had a 17-year-old injury from a slip and fall down some stairs onto slated concrete, and it messed up some areas of my neck and my knee. And do you know that after about three to five days of just taking a tablespoon or so of the diatomaceous earth in some warm water, it doesn't taste, it tastes like a, a flavorless milkshake, flavorless warm milk or something. It's, it, it's not anything major. Um, taking that um, now for about two months, I don't have pain in that knee anymore, and that, and that was something I could never get rid of because it had actually blood and water on the knee when the injury happened. Mm. And so it it cleanses the yuck from our system. It helps okay. cleanse our lymphatic system. It helps with the allergies. It helps with all of that good stuff and um, aches and pains, osteoarthritis, all kinds of stuff. So check it out, research it, and add it to your repertoire for um, Most healing. Most definitely. Wow. And could you give us the title again, the name for this product, one more time? Diatomaceous Earth. And that's diet to? Diatomaceous Earth. Let me grab this if little If you can spell uh, that to me, just for me. Thanks. That is spelled D-I-A-T-O-M-A. Is that M-A? Yes, ma'am. Okay. C E C E O U S Diatomaceous Earth and Diatomaceous food grade, please, earth. people, food grade, because there is a diatomaceous earth used in cleaning pools, but they add chemicals to that. So don't go to that section and go, she wants me to drink this? No, ma'am, no, sir. Food grade. And that's diatomaceous earth, food yes. grade, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is there a specific name brand? Oh no, there's plenty. There's um, oh, okay. I have I have Earth Safe Organics and I got it from a granary, but there there are many, many. Okay. Many brands. And what is it? It's it's a cleanse is it a, a cleanser for a specific organ of or the blood or, or just in general? It is a cleanser for the body itself. What it mm. does within our intestinal tracts because your health is in your colon primarily. And what it does in our intestinal tract is it gently scrubs away all of the leftover gunk that Metamucil and all the rest of that does not cover. Um, This is not chemical. This is natural. It's diatomes that some are millions of years old. They're plant-based single-celled organisms that do just that. And under the microscope, they look like snowflakes 
and they are quote-unquote sharp, if you will, but they're Mm. not harmful to our bodies. They love on our digestive tract to help get rid of parasites and uh, the toxins, the buildup um, that line deep within our colon. They don't cause you to overly go, if you will. You'll just go normally, but it will cleanse out more of the gunk, and it will help to remove those aches and pains. It will help to um, relieve swelling in lymph glands. And, like, I don't mm-hmm. take, I haven't even had to really take allergy medicine. I have a little something here and there, you know, as far as just lemon water, et cetera. But I used to be heavy on the meds before that, and I don't have to do all those things. So it's it's natural, and it even kills, wonderful news. It kills bugs. If you put it in your house plants and get those little flying mm-hmm. gnats, what it does okay. is, Drives them out. You can put uh-huh. it in or out. Drives them out, and it uh, it kills them, but it's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> good for us. All right. Well, I tell you, that's good to know. I want to thank you for calling in and sharing this information. I mean, artists, we our health is paramount. Yes, ma'am. You know, we need good health, so thank you. My pleasure. Amen. Wow, I tell you, tonight's show, we're getting you getting cured. Hot, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the goodies, I tell you. you I'm loving this. Hot, hot, hot. Where would That's... the world be without artists today, it, it, you it know? Would be, it would be blind, like it, like oh back God. in the days of Socrates and stuff, how blind everybody was. You know, Van Gogh in the, in his days, the poets and artists of those days, they thought they were nothing but a bunch of drunks and so forth and so on. They thought Socrates was too. You know, but, you know, they couldn't understand how he could he could say maybe we ain't here. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, could, they couldn't get with that. That was like you know, why? Oh, he's a wine bibber. You know. Mm. Well, they said Jesus was too. So you know. Right? You know, I, I think a lot of prophets, a matter of fact, prophets were always looked upon as being strange, you know, and just like the artists of today for the most part, because we have a message. I think all messengers, um, Joan of Arc, you know, yeah, all messengers, anyone that's a messenger that is receiving their uh, messages from the divine, uh, they're going to be ostracized. They're going to be looked upon as though they are an anomaly because you're yeah. just not fit. You're like the misfit. We don't want to fit, you know? man, because right. if we fit, we'll be going around in circles. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? I'm not, I'm not going, you know, I, you know, what is it? What is the law? Don't shed blood. Well, wait a minute. We ain't got to recite that. You ought to know that. You know what I'm saying? That's right. We're going around and round. Will we go around in circles? Will we fly high like a bird in the sky? Let me fly. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, let me be free. The wind you say, is, let me live. Let that's right. The live. wind is free, friend. The wind is right. free. Right, right. You know, and, I, you know, Eric Gardner comes to mind, and I can't get, the picture out of my head of seeing that man laying on the ground. And when help did come, they mm-hmm. were trying to have a conversation mm-hmm. with him. He's not head. breathing. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to have a conversation, no one working on him yeah. to resuscitate. I mean, it was just a horrible nightmare, but it it was a message for 
everyone to see. Humanity. You know, like how have how far have we come from just the basics? Like you said, just being humane. The humane thing to do when someone needs air or needs to breathe is to resuscitate them. Absolutely. And the woman, there was a woman standing. That 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 really uh, struck me. Here's right. a woman, a mother. So you yeah. know, even if she's not a mother, then the instinct to be is there. Had she ever, you exactly. know, been pregnant, the minute the baby the comes nurturer, out, right, the that, mother. Right, that, mm-hmm. that instinct kicks dead in. You know, it's mm-hmm. already there. So mm-hmm. you know, it unfolds itself at that moment. And I just looked at her and I said, you know, my goodness, what are you trying to take on the role of a man? You want to mm. act like, you know, a man because you have a masculine position, if you can call it that. Really, it's no yeah, it's, g- it's no g- uh, gen- uh, gender position. It's just a position. It's a position. Right. 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 And she, was trying to, she was trying to act all a life masculine, a you oh, know. God, save her. <laughs> but do you have any compassion anymore? It's, just, it's, it's a scary thought. It's a scary, scary world now. That we're seeing. They'll let you die, friend. Right. That's it. That was it. That's They'll let you die, friend. They won't even. They, let they won't die. even help you. You know. That's mm-hmm. the sad part. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part. Resources. We've got to. We've got to get big on resources. Yes, I had, indeed. I had an eye opener last week about that in my class. You know, I've got to get some things together and put some things in focus to mm-hmm. get my class to access resources so they can step up and out of this muddle that they're in, you know? Yes, indeed. It's really we have to. This, this, We're the ones. We're the, as the artists, we are the ones. We can reach when no one else's methods can. That's right. You know, we have that gift as artists. That's right. We were born with this. Mm-hmm. We were born. That's why we're all bumping into each other, and I don't mean it in a derogatory way. It's a good way. We're meeting each other. Let me mm-hmm. reclaim, let me clean the word. Let me you know re- reclaim that, and let me bring this out and say we are coming together, meeting each other. We were supposed to meet each other. We have pieces that fit together that will bring a reset sounding message it's going to be mm. like the mallet on many drums you know not mm-hmm. just one it's going to be like many we're going to wake them up friend all may not wake up all may not but we're going to wake up some yeah we're going to get it. them up out the valley we're going to bring them out of the valley you know we're going to put something on their heads, something real on their heads, because they're dealing with fake stuff. One minute they look like they're on, and then the next minute they're just as backwards as two left shoes, you know? Mm-hmm. That is so true. That is the truth. Yeah, Sad but true. Yeah, that stuff make me close the door and put my alarm on and watch Martin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Martin, Kim Medea. Yes, Amos I mean, and we, Andy, any damn thing. Anything. Yes, we've got to. We don't laugh, we'll die. You know, it's that <sighs> serious. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. How sad. We're going to go to Southeast Pennsylvania. Hey, Queen. Hey, welcome. Welcome. You've been so patient waiting in the call queue. I apologize because I got um, my eyes were blinking tonight. Uh, Queen Nikki's not with us. She had a family 
medical emergency, um, her brother had to have brain surgery. So oh, wow. she's, yeah. And thanks to the prayers, you know, everyone just really uh, binding together in prayer and just believing for her and for him. Uh, he's come through, and now he's in recovery, and things are looking good. So we're just yeah. going to keep his um, steady recuperation um, up, holding him up in prayers daily and just oh, encouraging her. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. It's going to be peace and 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 victory on her family uh, behalf. And it's something my mom always said: don't wait till the battle's over. <laughs> you right. know, you gonna win. And mm-hmm. uh, one thing that, um, and I guess it kind of coincide what was going on tonight. Yeah, I, I just heard uh, health and wellness being mm-hmm. into the atmosphere. And it, oh, my, it, yes. It, it Long snowed, tonight. <laughs> it snowed in Philadelphia today. And mm-hmm. I, I came home and I had to shovel and I looked up at the sky and I saw a full moon. And I, mm. I, I felt peace. Yes, yes. And, and one thing that I know that uh, a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. And it, it truly is. And um, one thing that I came to the realization of, no matter what your circumstance or your situation, you still got a plan or you will be planned for. And I was sitting here and, and I didn't get on to the line almost like until late. Mm-hmm. And I was writing in the visual something, and I just wanted to share it. Yes, you are welcome to do so. And it says, uh, "Plan or be planned for." The hunger, the hunger games has begun. We are so blind when it comes down to our plans. Mm. It looks like we have been planned for. Based on a true story books, true story, true story, my oldest daughter told me it's a difference between grit and swag. Mm. Grit is courage, result, Mm -hmm. strength, and character. Clench your fit, especially in order to keep one's resolve when faced with Unpleasant or pair duty, peace and blessings, being cursed, witness the Creator manifest your situation. And I just said that to just say this: mm. no matter what we go through in life, we gotta know where our help coming from, and our help coming from the Creator. And I just want to send a, a shout-out mm-hmm. you, Queen, for being a master facilitator. Thank you. And what you do on this platform because it is of order and it is divine. And also uh, the young man who was talking tonight with the mm-hmm. other young lady 
poet, I just like to just thank him for just cleaning the air wax out of my heart tonight. Mm. Master scribe, yes. Yes, master scribe. And and the young lady that he was with, I Nature thank love. her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this, this might sound weird and, and awkward, I thank her for massaging my feet and washing my feet tonight mm. for the journey that I have to go on on this path. Ooh, Lady of Love, you hear that? (laughs) This this Mm -hmm. platform has been created to open up windows of opportunity for the Creator's children. Mm. Come on, brother. And I just thank him for just doing it and just working out the situation for everybody who have tuned in. Mm -hmm. And I also thank the creator for the young man to say, pull up your pants. Yes, Brother Scott. Yes, I missed him tonight. Yes. Because yep. something. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Because something, something is going to work out on his behalf also. Because he's about accountability and transparency. Yes, he and is. When it comes down to the belt and the belt buckle and locking it in, Oh, yes, he's gonna indeed. win it. He's gonna win it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, <laughs> and, and that's just something that I just picked up mm-hmm. tonight, um, just by listening in, and this just has been a blessing to my soul, mm. and not mm-hmm. only a blessing to my soul. To others out there in the universe, this this was basically soul management one on one, and it's about health and wellness, mm-hmm. and it's also about sowing and reaping, and we yeah. can reap the things that we need to to live a healthy life as artists. So I just thank you for just doing. Um, which you has been charged to do, and and Thank and, you. and you won't be blessed. I I I feel the anointing even in this airwave. Mm-hmm. So you just be encouraged and keep your chin up, and, and you get your beauty rest tonight. So all right, have a good Will one. Do. Oh, Thank I have you. something to say to that young man. Oh, I yes, please that. do. That's my brother, brother Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Brother Dwayne. Listen very carefully about what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a message in a poetic form mm-hmm. so you can understand it. All at once I find myself wrapped in a flame-colored cloud. For that one instant I thought of fire and a myth configuration somewhere close by in that great city. The next, I knew that the fire was within myself. Directly afterwards, I come upon myself in a sense of exaltation, of immense joyness, accompanied by an immediate following of an intellectual illumination so impossible to describe. Among other things, I did not merely come to believe, but I saw that the universe is not composed of dead matter. Mm -hmm. It is, on the contrary, a living presence. I become conscious in myself 
of the eternal life. It was not a conviction that I would have eternal life, but a consciousness that I possessed eternal life then. I saw that all men are immoral, that the cosmic order is such that without any pre-adventure, all things work together for the good of each and all. That the foundation principle of the world, of all the worlds, is what we call love. Mm. And that the happiness of each and all is in the long run absolutely certain. Mm. And I, I just want to, Queen, Queen Fran, I, I, I yes. just want to say something. I, I, I tuned mm. in on, on, on Brother Dwayne Scott. I, I was, I, I tuned in at seven oh five when he, he had to deliver a, a, a message into the universe, and, and it was powerful. Mm. It was powerful. Pull your pants up. It was so oh, powerful okay. that I, I, I was in a, a, a boardroom meeting today, and um, I'm from Mantua section of West Philadelphia, and um, mm-hmm. we have been designated as a trauma zone through the President of the United States of America, and we're, we're going to do something, a, a, a movement. And it's called the Men of Mantua March with Family and Friends, first annual day of commitment to God, family, and community. And and, and I want to get in contact with Brother Dwayne Scott because I, I want him mm-hmm. to be a speaker there. Okay. I, I want him to be a speaker there and this this is national that would be great. and and I just just wish peace and and, and blessing and on his his soul mm-hmm. his soul tonight because that man is a good man I don't know him from a can of spray paint <laughs> but I, I I I know he he's connected to me just like every other artist says tuned in and has been on this panel and platform. Today is a new day, so smile. Mm-hmm. Yes, Please indeed. Smile. Please smile. I don't care what your past has took you through. Mm. This day forward, smile. When you look at them footprints in the sand and you don't understand how you got where the point where you got to, Remember that the Creator has carried you. Mm-hmm. So when He opened up His arms to embrace you, just give Him a big hug, because He's gonna love you to the end. Yes, indeed. I felt that. I received that blessing. Amen. Amen. That's a good word right there. That's a I word was... in due season, right there. Yes. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Brother Dwayne. I tell you, Brother Dwayne is an artist on many levels, and he's spiritual. So I always look forward to a word of wisdom from him and a word which I know is coming straight from the heart of our Heavenly Father, our Creator, um, the Father of Lights. And I do want to encourage you, Brother Dwayne, to just keep on doing what you're doing. I um, shared on the uh, events page, your comment 
you know, and how you wanted us to understand our mission as artists and that we need to create a deli. We can't do what we do on a day-in, day-out basis without having our connection tight with our maker because mm-hmm. he is create he is the one who made creativity possible he is the creator Amen. so if we don't stay connected with the creator our creativity is going to dry out right. our well is going to run dry That's he right. is the source we got to stay plugged in so i thank you for reminding us of that it is so important as artists that we remember that and um it keeps us humble it keeps us grounded Mm-hmm. It keeps us grounded. It keeps us humble. It keeps us remembering that, you know, there's someone bigger than you and I Amen. that's in charge of everything. When we talk about universal law, we're talking about everything that exists. So if we stay connected and plugged in to the power source, we can't fail. Right. You know, we're going to have our down Valley times, you know, you're going to be in a valley sometime. You're not always going to be on a mountaintop. Mm-hmm. And as artists, I think we struggle more sometimes than any other community because <laughs> mm-hmm. we are giving. You know, we're very liberal, and sometimes we don't want to put a price tag on our worth or our gift. But nowadays we got to become more business-oriented and business-savvy and business-minded and business-smart because, in order to exist and to be able to give and and be the artist that we were born to become, we've got to know the nature of the business, too. Because you can't survive in this world today not knowing the nature of the business and becoming knowledgeable of what you should know in terms of business dealings because you're going to be an entrepreneur. That's what artists need to step up too, step their game up, too, and understand that and embrace that. That's another side of being an artist. You have to market your art. And all throughout history, artists did that. You know, they called them peddlers, and they would travel, you know, and they would show their wares. This was what they were able to make with their hands and what they were able to invent and create. And that was how they survived, you know, and, and made ends meet. And that's what we have to do again, you know. And then there's that other piece to it, um, known as if you don't have money, you are able to barter. Wow. And there are some artists today, and I'm just learning the the power of that alone. You know, it's not always that U.S. dollar, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, barter. You have something, they have something you want, you have something they want. You know, you barter, you come together, you trade. That's that, that trade as a means for exchange, you know, when money can't answer that, Hmm. you know, knowing to barter will. (laughs) And that will keep food in your refrigerator. That'll keep a roof over your head. (laughs) That'll keep you, look, when your job lay you off, you know, being able to barter, knowing how to do that, you know. So there's essential keys that artists need to hold and, and possess in order to make it in the world today, and and that's what another thing, this platform, we're definitely, I'm going to bring on people that know these things and do these things because you've got to keep your head above the water because the water is rising. It's it's only going to get higher. I heard someone saying it's so true. Taxes will never go down. 
Taxes are a guarantee in this world we live in. So you got to make sure that you're able to pay your taxes or they will lock you up. You will go to jail. (laughs) You know, there's no way around that. And, you know, no matter how talented you hear about these artists today, how talented and gifted these artists and how wealthy, but because a lot of them didn't pay their taxes, they had to do time. They had to go to jail. So, yes, even as artists, we we need to be aware of that. It takes more than your gift mm. to keep you out of jail. you got to follow the laws of the land. You've got to become savvy in terms of business, in terms of uh, your uh, business dealings and business matters. Better than having an accountant, you check what the accountant's work declares. You make sure your accountant is doing his job. You pay that person to take care of you in terms of your money and to make sure that you have all of your tax when it comes down to your taxes, that you are where you need to be and those taxes are paid often, you make sure they're doing what they are supposed to do and you need to keep an eye on them as well because a lot of people put too much confidence in others. Sometimes you've got to do it yourself and do the homework. And then at least you know you can go to bed at the end of the day. You can go to sleep at night with a clear conscience. You know where everything stands. You balance your checkbook. You, In terms of your taxes, everything is paid off, and you don't have to worry about the IRS coming and saying, we've taken this, we've taken that. So there's certain things we need to know as artists because struggling artists, yes, Artists are the ones that are going to be the ones to struggle because we have a heart for the community. Most times it's the artists that will do when other people won't. Um, I've, I've known artists for years. Many will do shows and things for free at their own expense, and they know they need the money because they got families to feed. And they got bills to pay. So we want to say to our artist community all over, we love you. We support you. This show is a platform created to educate you, to inspire you, yes, but to educate you on terms of living things that you should know, things that you need to be reminded of. And also, it is a platform to expose artists. We have had the privilege of having artists come on the platform that shared about their artistry, and it was very informative, uh, information they shared from their perspective as well as they were able to display their gifts. So that's what we're here for. That's what the show is all about, the Exceptional Scribble Show, and we are looking forward to next week. And, Brother Dwayne, you didn't know this, but on next week we have – as our feature spotlight artist, um, Brother Dwayne Scott Young, okay. the host of Pull Your Pants Up. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we're looking forward to it. You know this brother, he is raw, and I tell you, he's got a testimony that will make you just look up. It, it will make you say, I know there is a true and living God somewhere, because 
his testimony, I tell you, it had me not just crying. It had me saying, you know what, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. So we're looking forward to him being on the show next week. Our um, topic is getting out of jail free, free your mind, and our focus word is probation. So it's going to mm-hmm. be a good show. And he he is a mentor in the community. He's one that's reaching out to our wayward youth, getting them to get back on the right path. So this is a show I'm encouraging everyone, if you have young ones, especially our young males, this is definitely a show directed to them. And we're just trying to motivate and stimulate, get their minds thinking on things that they should think about because there's a a work or a purpose for which they were born, and we want them to discover and embrace that purpose. So uh, next week we're looking forward to a show that's going to be very inspirational. And I want to also invite you back, Brother Dwayne Drummond, because I know you're doing so much. And when you mentioned the Mantua community, and I'm a resident of Philadelphia, I know that community is rich in terms of its vintage history and heritage. However, it has been not well maintained. And I'm not going to blame the residents. I'm going to blame, put the blame on the people with the money and the power. A lot of investors just forsook, and that community has so much history. I'm so glad for what's taking place uh, there now. I'm glad that you're part of it because you're very positive and spiritual. So I know that you're really going to uh, help in a big way in terms of the programs that are now being launched in, in that community. And I just want to say to anyone of that Mantua community, we are definitely supporting you. Um, we definitely want, uh, Brother Dwayne, anything that you're doing, calendar of events, you know you're welcome to use this platform to promote your events, and we will do the same, as well as um, the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page on Facebook. You can definitely uh, post any uh, postings that you have there, uh, postings of events that, sh- that are um, forthcoming, as well as any programs that you are um, privileged to uh, be instrumental in launching because we definitely want to support you. We want you to know that we're here for you and this platform is here for you, and we're definitely going to continue to be here for you. And thanks again. Thank you. You're welcome. Beautiful show, friend. Beautiful show. Thank you so much, Lady of Love. I tell you, in your voice, it just it just strengthened. <laughs> mm-hmm. God yes, God I tell going, you, the spirit. That's what happened. He's gonna walk me right out of it. You know. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was worse a couple of days ago. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm gonna come up out of it. It's just, it's you know, it's just a temporary thing to to stop you from doing what you need to do. That's all. That's all. That's all. I love it. I love it. I want to go to Joe, the verbal mind dancer from Washington, D.C. Okay. Welcome back, Joe, the verbal mind dancer. Glad to be back. Awesome uh, awesome show, friend. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Is there anything in closing that you would like to share to the listening audience? The mic is now in your hands. Uh, close. I just like to, you know, thank the young brother for, you know, what he spoke on, and mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Boston, Lady in Love, uh, Mr. Gray, 
and the uh, sensei. <laughs> I have probably pronounce his name as well, but uh, you know, it's been a very enlightening show, and the lady with the health tips, you know, all that was good. Oh, out. my, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm with you there, Joe, the verbal mind is. I tell you, I, I never know what to expect on the show. It's always, somebody's always sharing, and it's always good. You know what I mean? Good things. It's always very good information, significant things, things that we need to know about, you know, the essentials like coital silver water. I mean, that, I mean, this has been around for ages, Um, you know, even in ancient history. I mean, you know, these are things at one time, you know, it was more commonly uh, being used. You know, but today we've become so modern with things, you know, and this is that, uh, yes, it's that microwave generation where we're we're risk takers. <laughs> so we are trying a lot of new stuff. You know, I saw this, uh, um, it, this new oven now where it's some type of infrared, um, some, some kind of infra, infrared power energy that cooks the meat. And I'm looking at the commercial, and I'm like, I'm watching the people in the infomercial. Everybody's smiling and turned, you know, the oven's turned on. You see what's happening with the meat and everything. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, I don't know about this. Mm, it's <laughs> like some space travel. Right, you know, mm. I'm like, this is new, but how much gamma rays, mm. you know, what all is is this power source, you know? And I'm like, I wonder, are people even thinking today? They're just going no. for it fast. No, they just want to get it over and, and done with that. <laughs> that's, how come, that's how come their relationships are just like that microwave, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, mm. They, and they're trying to figure out, you know, how come it ain't working. It ain't working because you ain't putting no time into it. I heard that. Yeah. Well, well, man, the only thing I can say is, uh, you know, stick with nature and stick with stick with the old ways. Because pretty soon, you know, all this modern convenience not gonna be around, and we're gonna be forced back to uh, nature itself. So, how about that? Build the verbal mind dancer. So true. Some, cook you some pots of beans, and, and that's and, right. And and take it and put it in the blender today. The beans tomorrow it becomes soup. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. Yeah. You yes, know indeed. we gonna have to do what Grandma did. And please let my cornbread stay around. You know. I love cornbread, you know. <laughs> learn, learn how to rub two sticks together so pretty soon, hey. Uh, you know, my grandma used to make whole cake, you know, in, in the skillet. I don't know how to do it, you know, but I remember seeing her do it. You mm. know, so she kept us some, some greens in her, her, her bread there, and she lived to be 106 years old, you know. Mm, 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 mm. You know? Wow, I tell you, this is it. This is this is the this is the kind of thing that needs to be going on in our community. More just wholesome discussions. Yeah, on, with your pants up on your waist. Right, pulling your pants up. That's it. <laughs> and not calling ladies b words, and ladies not calling men n words. Mhm, mhm. You know. We are kings right. and queens. We're kings and queens. We've got to remember to remind each other of this. Um, it's so important. Well, I want to say to everyone, thank you for all that you 
brought to the Exceptional Scribble Show on tonight. I've been truly blessed. Everyone's input was golden. Um, the information shared was so relevant. And I'm sure that a lot of people were taking notes because I know I was. And as uh, Mr. Say E2, who is a grandmaster who called in, he also is a photojournalist. So as he said, artists wear many hats. Um, He was taking notes, and he's going to be with us on the panel. He's going to be a featured spotlight artist in the future, and I look forward to hosting and having him on. I tell you, everyone has something to share. When we talk about a village and how it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a village even to further promote health within a community and for building up the community building. It takes a village. Everyone has a role to play. When everyone does their part, the village thrives better. You know, it's like, you know, everyone wins. No one loses. No one loses. So I just want to say to everybody, thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in tonight. You are always welcome to come through. Um, This is a show created, designed by a writer for artists in general. We embrace the artist community and we cater to the artist community. So I want to say to everyone tuning in, thank you for tuning in. And please do return on next Tuesday. We are going to be on the air on Tuesday of next week. We're talking about January the 13th. Um, And I spoke too soon. I said Brother Dwayne Scott Young was coming on. He comes on January the 20th. On January the 13th, we will have an artist by the name of Ms. Christina Alcine, and our topic will be multimedia design, and our focus word is the mind's eye. So please join us January the 13th. Don't miss it. I promise you it will be very informative, a very informative forum. Also, what I can tell you right off the bat about artistes, Ms. Christine Alcine is the following. I have been privileged to know her in terms of her artistry, but also we worked together. We both at one time were coworkers. So I have a lot of insight about her as far as her personality. And I tell you, she is a consummate artist and she is truly a fan of artists. So um, to all the artists that can tune in, You will not be disappointed. Please tune in. Looking forward to your presence. So good night to all. Thank you for joining me on the Accessible Civil Show. And, yes, we're closing out with our 39th episode, and we'll be opening up on next week with episode 40. Yes, 4-0, another important number, 4. Yes, it is. Yes, so... Please do come back, ladies and gentlemen. You will be blessed, I guarantee you. And for all listening, have a good night to our listening audience. Thank you. As always, you are the wind beneath my wings. Thanks for your support and love and prayers. And do know this, I love you back. Yes, I'm sending out big hugs to you tonight. 
And as Brother Dwayne shared, it is a full moon. That is a blessing. When the moon is full, yes, a lot of good things happen in the earth. So let's be positive, stay positive, and remember, accentuate the positive. Always accentuate the positive. Peace and blessings to all and good health to Queen Nikki Ferdow's spirit's brother and to her and her family. Peace and blessings to all. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.